And now, introducing the man who had a rough night gambling last night after his parlay of Matteo Berrettini and Honduras fell short despite an encouraging start as he insisted his strategy of, quote, closing my eyes and betting on whoever my finger landed on, unquote, had been working quite well in months prior. Due to his inability to contain his excitement for the start of fantasy football, he's prepared to make what some people might consider rash decisions, yet he says, quote, if I can't start any of the top quarterbacks, running backs, or receivers in tonight's game, then Scotty Miller and the Cowboys' defense will have to do, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. Uh, the only bet I made yesterday was Maria Zachary. Big winner for your boy. Big she lost, didn't winner. She? No, she didn't. What didn't are you she talking lose? about? No, she most certainly did not lose. She's not the 18-year-old, though. No, she's not, but she, she had won. She lost, then. No, there were two matches yesterday. Well, agree That's to the way it worked. No, we won't do that. That won't be what we do whatsoever. Yes, could there be Emma an 18 Ronacano. and 19-year-old final? Is that possible? No, it's, there could be. Yeah, well, there could be. I mean, yes, I know it's possible, be, but is it? There could what be. are the odds of that happening, you think? Uh, I mean, not bad. <laughs> like, it's not as if, uh, I mean, Arita Sabalenka should beat Leila Fernandez. Radakanu Sakari is almost a toss up. Um, and, and the way Fernandez is playing and considering who she's beat, yeah, I, you know, yes, Sabalenka should beat her, but I, it's totally plausible, man. They're playing really friggin' well. So we'll see. I didn't think Radakanu was going to win yesterday because I thought Belinda Bencic was playing too well. Same. But, but I did not bet it because I did not feel that strongly about it. The only one I felt strongly about was Maria Zachary. So big winner for your boy yesterday. And for a second, I did talk myself out of, like, this is the problem with betting Djokovic is that you have to put a lot down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, is it really worth it? Like, is Let it me work really? It, you know? Right. Put your thing down, flip it, reverse it, the whole deal. And so I talked myself out of it. And when he lost the first set... You were like, I'm a brilliant mind. No, I knew better. I assure you I knew better. When he lost the first set, I was like, maybe I'm going to feel good about this decision. Maybe. Nah, that was dumb. That was dumb. Always, always. Although I don't feel great about him against Zverev, which sucks because Zverev is garbage. But Mm -hmm. it's a whole different conversation for another day. That's uh, that's Tennis Corner. Um, We'll do another episode of Courts of Thunder on Monday when the U.S. Open is over. Greg Rosenthal and I, after we did a marathon episode the other night. A lot to do today. It is a Thursday edition of the program. It's brought to you by Window Nation. Two free windows for every two you buy this September as part of their back-to-school special. Wood or vinyl styles, and the number goes on forever. Buy four, get four free. Buy eight, get eight free. Buy uh, 174, get 174 free. Whatever the number is. How many total windows is that? Three, two, That's 348. That was a little late. It wasn't really that late. I It was late. I, before you got to zero. I didn't I, say zero. Well, then that's on you. That's on you. That and I started, I believe, you, you st- it's like the basketball. If right. you get the shot off before the buzzer, I started answering it before the buzzer. We'll never know. No, we won't. Well, actually, we will. <laughs> we will. I know I did. It's a fact. Anyway, um, go right now. 866-90Nation, windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. Coming up today, it is the Press Box Fantasy Football Show at 1130. It's brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation CCBC, as well as our friends at Glory Days Grill. Get your questions in now at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. Of course, you can also get them in 
Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports during the show in the comments, and we'll pose them to KZ. We do it every Thursday morning. Looking forward to doing it again today. Also coming up today, we're going to check in with the great Kevin Harlan. He'll be calling Ravens Raiders for Westwood 1. What would you do in the – you made a mistake. Yeah, I did make a mistake. Aha. Yeah, yeah. I see I what you I was planning on asking you about that. Yeah, the big events this weekend will just work. That's I'll make fine. it. I'll fix Something it. like that. Something like that will be fine. Uh, I think I already shared it, though, so that's my fault. Don't like that. Thanks, Brian. Thanks about it for nothing else. Um, also, we're going to make our picks as we do uh, every Thursday. We'll make our uh, got a couple college games and six NFL games. We'll put picks in four. And uh, we're going to check in with uh, Stevenson University Athletic Director Brad Adams. They're hosting some really cool events this weekend. Um, they are hosting a USA Beach Volleyball like tryout event. Um, so the a men's beach volleyball tryout event. So the opportunity to find like the next Olympians for the United States will be in Owings Mills this weekend, hanging out, just playing beach volleyball at Stevenson University, which is really wild. And we'll find out more about why that's happening, how that happened, because it seems quite cool. It is that that would be going on. Also, they are hosting Team Israel for a women's lacrosse exhibition this week. The Israeli national team is coming to Stevenson University. So. Let's just a lot of weird, kind of cool stuff that's going on out there. We'll find out a little bit more about that this morning as well. Um, the Orioles won. I don't much care for that. Uh, I can't lie about it. I can't pretend like you guys that are having fun. The Orioles scored nine runs. Whoa, it's crazy. I, it's not fun for me. It's not cheeky. It's not pleasant. It helps nothing. There is nothing that, that, is, that is benefited by the Orioles having some sort of weird offensive onslaught uh, for an inning last night. Does not help anyone. Don't know what else to say. You guys that are still, I'm watching, so I want I want to get my candy. I want my dessert after I eat my dinner because I'm a you know, I'm trying to well, say I'm this nice way possible. In favor of dessert, for what it's worth. No, I mean this is a, God bless you. Go have your dessert. But it's it's there's, it's the feel. I'm, I'm trying to be nice about this because I understand. That like people, there are really people that are watching every game and invested and care, and God bless you for it. But the inability to see the forest, the trees here, the inability to sit down and say this helps nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing. You stole is insane. Yes, correct. (laughs) You one hundred percent. You get nothing, (laughs) and you'll like it. Of course, he did end up getting the chocolate factory yeah, in the end, so it's a Hopefully bit of a... Hopefully, Orioles yeah, also right. can find that <laughs> yeah. success, you know? It's a hell of a burper, too. I mean, <laughs> damn impressive. Um, the inability to do that is wild to me. It's just wild. And again, I, I, I don't know what the appropriate response is. I'm not telling you to be mad about it. I'm not telling you to sit there and tweet and be angry. How dare the Orioles score runs? How dare they try to win? There is this general indifference... That is more appropriate, but there is nothing good that comes from the Orioles winning games. Nothing. Cool that Mount Castle Homer. Yeah, God bless. Cheeky story that a 32-year-old was in the minors for 14 years and made his debut and technically gets the win. But I guess. Not, I mean, the Diamondbacks now have the worst record in baseball. Correct. At the moment, at the moment, of course, again, the Orioles still have more games in hand, and so... Like this weekend, they play a doubleheader against the Blue Jays on Saturday. The Blue Jays, by the way, who are red hot. I mean, that's we were looking. Um, at, people wanted to talk about how much the schedules favors the Diamondbacks. I'm not so sure that's the case for what it's worth. There's a lot of teams the Orioles have left that need to try. Um, I think uh, Paul Orlando 
tweeted us the schedule itself. The Orioles have Toronto, New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Texas, Boston, Toronto, and Arizona. And so Texas is the one that stands out as the one that, you know, is awful. Arizona has Seattle, the Dodgers, the Astros, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Rockies. Mm -hmm. So it's they have Rockies and the who's the one? Seattle are both paltry. No, so in, Seattle's still very much in the. What are you are talking really? about? What are you doing? I'm wrong about Seattle. Yikes! But the Rockies are bad. So yes, the Rockies are definitely bad. But Seattle as is... many slouches on either team's schedule combined with other teams that are playing good baseball um, or expect to play good baseball. Yeah, I mean, I. Well, the yeah. Orioles seem to have the Yankees number this year. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Yeah. That is definitely part of the issue. Um, the Orioles play an extra game against Toronto this weekend. We were lo- wrong yesterday, by the way, when we thought that it was a three-game series. The Orioles do again play a fourth game against the Royals tonight, and then they have a four-game series over the weekend against the, the Blue Jays because they have a doubleheader on Saturday, uh, including a makeup game. So they need to lose these games. I don't know what else to say. Thankfully, the, the Blue Jays are red hot. They're, they won the first three against the Yankees this week, and may that continue forever. But... It's just nothing good. There is nothing good that comes from this. I've done so this I a million times. I hope Michael Bauman pitches well. I hope he can. Right. I you hope know, they, like, he pitches hope... well and they lose. Sure. Like that's that's what it, they, I hope that he pitches well and they lose. I I don't know what else to say. I want the guys that might be a part of something one day. I hope they perform well and it. I hope they lose the games anyway. That's just the reality of it, and that's the best thing that could possibly happen for the Baltimore Orioles. That's that's all I can continue to say. But they were winners last night. Um, no movement as far as whether or not the Ravens might be interested in Latavius Murray. No movement on Latavius, Latavius Murray at all at the moment. And kind of was suggested he doesn't have crazy offers on the table. You would think. I pres- unless he's doing the Justin Houston bid and is like, I just want to play for Baltimore, kind of. Thing. Well, or wh- whoever you know, he's specifically waiting. Right. Like they, whatever the offers are that are on the table, he's like, mm, not so great. I want actual money, and he's waiting to let somebody get hurt in order for a team. I think Devontae Freeman did that a year ago, mm-hmm. where he like purposely did not sign and said, I'm going to wait until somebody gets hurt. And I then, don't think he really got substantial money as a result. I don't know that he got substantial money as a result, but. Either A, you're looking for opportunity, or B, I don't know what the money was. Right. I don't, I don't, how could I possibly remember what the money was from Devontae Freeman? Well, luckily for you, I don't no, either. Yeah, correct. You have no idea whether or not you're just saying something to say it. I get it. I don't think it was five million bucks, but I don't remember what it was that he got. And I certainly would understand if Latavius Murray's people were like, dude, why would you sign right now? Wait, let's find out. All it takes is one injury, and suddenly you're the most in demand player in the NFL. And you could be a starter this year and go post post numbers and next year could get a deal again. You could go be Mike Davis somewhere next year. So I don't know. I, I, I don't. I'm not going to pretend like I know. I'm not going to pretend like I've been poking in with Latavius Murray's representatives because as of the moment, there's n- well, nothing to say. Decent money for Devontae. I mean, worth up to $3 million. So obviously there's a lot of incentives right. so that you who, had to hit. For so, that, but but the, And that might be specifically why I went somewhere he knew he was going to be the primary back after Saquon Barkley got hurt. And that might very well be what Latavius Murray does, that he says – Somebody say, hey, well, you know, we'll pay a million bucks to come run for us. And he's like, yeah, I'm an injury away from being more desired than that. So I'm just going to hang tight here, knowing that I'm the best guy available. consideration for the All-Fanny team. Might, be on the con- might very well be on the list for the All-Fanny team. There's no doubt about that. So no, no movement in that world. We will continue to monitor it. You know who is, by the way? What? Debo Samuel. I did for remember. He's got. You're going to have to I'm just do saying. some reconnaissance for him. We'll, we'll pick another day. We'll pick another day for the All-Fanny <laughs> Where is your head at? The All-Fantasy. I don't know what else you need to hear. Might uh, might pick another day to uh, do that conversation uh, more in-depth. 
Um, the other big storyline from last night was uh, the U.S. soccer team and what was a disastrous first half as they fell behind 1-0 to Honduras, and the world was on fire. I mean, it was just... Well, America was on fire. America. Well, it's fine. We're the only part of the world that matters. Now. Ethnocentric let's, of let's, you. Let's, let's be very honest about that. Um, the Twitter in particular was absolutely... No. It was wild out there. Um, instead, the U.S. turned around, scored four goals in the second half. Missed them all. You, you went to bed? I did, yeah. Okay. I went right. to bed right. after I've had the, I like put the, the game on my TV, I, the Chromecast. It worked bit. out It worked out perfectly for me as I tuned in for the second yeah. half after watching Novak Djokovic until the point where it was clear that he was beating Matteo Berrettini. And I said, all right, well, I, everybody's, everybody's railing about the, the soccer game. Guess it's time for me to flip over. Watched it in Spanish on like, my TV it, um, and enjoyed their onslaught in half number two. Who in route to a victory. The big one that everybody's freaking out about is Ricardo Pepe. He's mm-hmm. an 18-year-old, and he scored the second goal that put them on top. And they are kind of freaking out about him as a young talent. And so maybe they could have a couple a, really good. I mean, Reyna's decent, right? Yeah, decent. Um, he scored on a nobody's he scored on a very nice header off a uh, a set piece. But Pepe so, could be Pulisic kind of thing. I don't think he could. I, let's. No, but he could be really. Let's not let's not go there. Could be Landon Donovan esque. He could be a lot of things. Just I think we're all agreeing that Pulisic President? is maybe. I mean, I I got to do some <laughs> some digging into his back. Although what was he born in Mexico? Uh, it doesn't matter as long as you're. Ted Cruz was born in Canada, and as long as you're an he American, was citizen, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're an American citizen, you're allowed to be. Ted president. Cruz isn't that good at soccer, though. What's that? Well, we don't know that. He beat Jimmy Kimmel in basketball for what Basketball ring. So embarrassing for Jimmy Kimmel. So embarrassing. Oh, that was really embarrassing for everyone involved. It was embarrassing for all humans. <laughs> that is a fact. It was all very embarrassing. Um, so they do hold on, uh, get the victory, and they're now sitting in second place, tied for second place, uh, behind Mexico in the standings after this first round of qualifying. The next round will be in October. And some of the panic, look, there is, Taylor Twelman was going on last night. He's convinced that they have, if they had lost that match, that Greg Berhalter would have been out. That was one of the things that uh, Drew Forrester was talking about yesterday. I don't know that, and I don't know what would have happened, say, if they finished in a draw. I don't know what would have gone on. But they don't have to worry about any of that. Greg Berhalter will save his job for sure coming out of this, and they get a month to regroup and see what happens in the next three matches in qualifying. Obviously, they still have two to go against Mexico, which will not be easy. I got nothing else to say other than breathe a sigh of relief. It could have been far worse. And ultimately, five points for the first three matches is not the end of the world. Sure, the Canada thing stands out because it was at home, and Canada is not a traditional soccer power. But they do appear to have improved, and they do appear to be on the way up, and because of that, it's probably not going to be nearly as easy any longer to count on simple three points from Canada. You're going to have to battle it out, and maybe it's not the end of the world to just get a point from Canada. But the point is that there aren't really as many easy points to be had as there were. You've got to... You got to try to get more um, uh, wins at home. That's going to have to be the case. You're definitely going to have to try to get more wins at home as qualifying continues. But crisis averted. Crisis averted. Yes, John from Little Rock. Thank goodness that Pepe Chews 
uh, chose the United States over playing for Mexico. I'm happy he chose also, by the way. I do. Just try to swallow his food. It would not. It would not. It would not go well. What's well? It depends on what the food is. I get it. Yeah, but I, I mean, can't like, imagine he's only eating liquids. Well, I mean, maybe that's just what know. he's into. I maybe he's a big soup guy. I can't answer that question. I don't know the man well enough to I be able you. to know that. I don't. I know things. I don't know that. All right, um, because of this new structure, we're going to grab a break here, come back in. I'm gonna, A couple things I want to get to. The NFL season kicks off tonight, so we're not going to do the full preview thing because who bloody cares what we think, but we'll talk about a couple of things that we think might occur during the course of the year as NFL season gets underway. Today's show brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance d- deductible. 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for your free analysis. It's Thursday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. It's back to school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back-to-school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy, wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Bear Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirits, showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland five star.us with the number five i love you more than selfie poses i love you more than spraying hoses i love you more than bird calls but not as much as football celebrate your love of football with raven scratch-offs from the maryland lottery win up to hundred thousand dollars instantly or second chance cash and raven's prizes i love you more than snowballs but not as much as football play raven scratch-offs at any maryland lottery retailer please play responsibly 
The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. This is Nothing but net. Tonight, Bradley Bozeman is going to be at Twain's Tavern with Great Eights Memorabilia. Get your meet and greet tickets right now by going to greateightsmemorabilia.com. That's the word great, the number eight, the letter S, memorabilia.com to meet Bradley Bozeman at Twain's Tavern tonight with Great Eights Memorabilia. All right, NFL season officially gets underway tonight down in Tampa as the Buccaneers host the Cowboys, which I got to tell you, the Thursday and Sunday night games this week could not be less inspired. Not that the Monday night game is great. I mean, there should be offense tonight, right? Like it's fine. It's just not. The Cowboys an, have star power, and that's always you know, they, literally they have star power. Like receivers I, are loaded. They're they're loaded Zeke with second. They're not guys that you tune in to watch. They're guys Zeke that will be, are productive. That doesn't mean anything, Kyle. I know you want that to mean something. I don't think I don't have any shares of CD Lamb. It doesn't matter, it's but you—it's just when you say something like that, that doesn't actually mean something. I mean, he's like, as talented as any young receiver in football. I that's think. not a—you keep saying that like it means something. It doesn't mean anything. You like CD Lamb? That's cool. CD Lamb's not somebody that the nation is tuning in to watch play football. And could he become that guy? Maybe. But you're just saying it. What? It, if you want to say something that matters, tell me what you're guaranteeing. Give me that. No. Then, then don't. Then don't just say something to say something. I there's nothing wrong with saying I think CeeDee Lamb's a talented player and I think he has a chance to be a good player one day. Like he's already a good player right now. He's a good player. That's fine. He's not somebody that the country is tuning in to watch. Bogged down in CeeDee Lamb discussion here. But this is the point. The point is it ain't the superstars. It ain't well Dak and Zeke. DeAndre are. Hopkins. Zeke was. We have no idea if Zeke still is. That's part of the problem, right? Dak. Dak is because he's the Cowboys quarterback, right? Like, but he ain't. Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson either. Um, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. I get that. And that's sort of what they're saying is you're going to tune in tonight because it's Tom Brady and the Cowboys. And so everybody's going to tune in regardless. Correct. Of playing, so. Correct. It's the, the Thursday night opener. But is it inspiring? Is it sexy? No, it ain't sexy. It's just it, it's not nearly as bad as obviously the Sunday night game is. It's it's an abomination. It's unbelievable that they would pick that to be the opening Sunday well, night football game. Why would the Bears the, get? I get Chicago's it's, a huge That's market. all they're doing is they're just taking two huge markets and saying we're putting them on TV. Well, the Rams are interesting, I think, but I'm a nerd, I guess. No, the people think the Rams are super interesting because Matt Stafford showed up and they had a good roster to begin with, and so the Rams might prove to be that interesting. But again, they're not. It ain't star power. It ain't Aaron you, Donald. It's incredible. As incredible as a defensive tackle can be. Sure. The average person's not tuning in to watch air and defensive tackle play football. He's it doesn't work that way. He could beat you up. Thank you. That's a great point. That's <laughs> solid observation on your part. It's an abomination of a Sunday night game to open the season. It's a joke that that would be what they would do, particularly considering how many good games there are on Sunday afternoon this week. It's just a it's insane to me that these games that are great that Cleveland Kansas City is a Sunday afternoon game. Instead of being a national TV game on Thursday, or well, I mean, I guess they had to be the Buccaneers on Thursday night. The moral of the story is it all starts tonight, Dallas and Tampa. Um, pulling up FanDuel's odds, I just want to look at divisions. And we're going to division by division. You got to bet 20 bucks on somebody in each division. Who are you spending it on? And we'll just go right down the list, starting at the AFC East. 
where right now the Buffalo Bills at 155, minus 155, the Dolphins at plus 350, the Patriots at plus 360, the Jets at plus 1800. You got to bet 20 bucks. How are you betting it? I'm going to tell you that in the AFC East, I'm spending it on the Patriots. I'm I'm betting because I've got money to win because Bill Belichick is there because he's decided he's signing up for Mac Jones because they invested in that roster. And while I love the Bills and I love Josh Allen, and I think that they're exceptional, I'm not going to make a whole lot of money betting on the Bills. I I think they deserve to be the favorites. I think they're the most likely. But if I've got a bet, I got something to make when it comes to the Patriots. And I think there's a chance. I mean, I'd still take the Bills, realistically. I do think Josh Allen continues to take steps forward. Um, I I don't have any more steps forward he can take. Commanding the offense, right? Like, in general, (laughs) I just think that they're the kind of team where, at this point, as close to the Chiefs as exists, where you're just going to have to score and score and score and score to stay close. Um, I, I agree. The Patriots have appealed. Mac Jones... I think will be productive this year in his rookie season. Sit, There's a lot to like about the roster. They got a lot of defensive players back. At plus 360, that's just too enticing for me. That's too enticing for me if I had to bet money to not throw a couple of bucks there. I, I just still tend to think that Buffalo will be That's that that sounds like betting scared to me. That sounds well, like, like also what not wanting to agree betting with you. Scared. <laughs> well, I don't care. It's not a thing. The AFC North, uh, nobody with uh, minus odds, everybody with plus odds. That's how open the division is considered to be. The Ravens plus 115, the Browns plus 155, the Steelers plus 440, the Bengals plus 1,800. I'm going to – look, this is where I'll be boring. Uh, I'm still betting the Ravens for for a couple of reasons. One, because there is a little bit of money to make. Um, Two, because essentially to me, in looking at the schedule – if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, there's no reason why the Ravens shouldn't stockpile wins. So this kind of comes down to do you do you at least split with the Browns and and not slip up against the Bengals and the Steelers? And I I just don't I, this is part I am way more down on the Steelers than a lot of people are. I know a lot of people still want to believe in Ben Roth. I just that that until I see that offensive line mm-hmm. show themselves to be capable of getting the job done, I am down on the Steelers. I know the defense is good. I know the pass catchers are good. And everybody's excited about Najee Harris. But that offensive line has to prove that it's capable of keeping Ben Roethlisberger from getting killed. And because of it, I'm really down on the Steelers. So the Ravens would be where my money would go in the AFC North. Um, I mean, look, I agree. The Ravens, I, the Ravens are still the team to beat in my mind. Um, everyone's hot and bothered about the Browns for good reason. The roster's very good, top to bottom. There's not a lot to dislike about what they have over there in Cleveland. I mean, they got to prove that the defense. I mean, like JOK, sure. Davion Clowney, they got to prove that they they I mean, Clowney and Garrett should be formidable. Um, well, the Clowney hasn't been like but they. Clowney also has never been across from Miles Garrett. I understand. I mean, that. Watts pretty good. I get that and all that. He's but pretty still. good. I'm taking the Ravens. I think there's not a lot of reason for pessimism as far as Baltimore's concerned outside of the wide receiver injuries. But even still, Lamar's proved that they can win regular season football games without receiver depth. So you know, uh, it's sort of just business as usual in the regular season for Baltimore. I think the AFC South: the Titans at minus one ten, the Colts plus one fifty, the Jaguars plus six hundred, the Texans plus twenty five hundred. I know the Colts are getting Carson Wentz for Week One, which is pretty stunning from where we were just a couple of weeks ago and I get that their defense is fast and and good and they add in Quiddy Pay and that's exciting but I, there's just too much in Tennessee now for me there's there's too much there 
for me to bet against them. And somebody would say the value is on the Colts. I get that. You have to trust Carson Wentz to stay healthy for the entirety of the season, and I think that's a lot to ask of someone that has continued to go through all of this. He's got a good offensive line in front of him to avoid injury, but I'm just too overwhelmed by the Titans. I'll, I'll go scared there, and I'll bet the Titans. Titans' defense isn't inspiring, and I get that. Like They haven't been inspiring for the past couple seasons, and they've still been you know very impressive regardless. But the Colts have a very good defense. The Colts have a very good running game. The Colts have, I mean, Pittman, I think, is coming on and should have a pretty good season. And look, it all comes down to Wentz, realistically. I mean, if he's able to look anything like he did in 2017 and 18, then they got a chance to win that division. Um, I'll take the money and just see what happens with Indy. AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs minus 290, the Chargers plus 490, the Broncos plus 700, the Raiders plus 1700. Um, because, by the way, it's somebody would argue that if you can get the Chiefs at this number, it's the best number you could possibly ask for, but it's it's not worth it. It's absolutely worth throwing down a couple of bucks on the Chargers at plus 490 and seeing what happens. Unfortunately, could Pat Mahomes get hurt, something along those lines. You're taking a chance on a team that's on the come that has loaded themselves up with more weapons like Jared Cook and improved up front as well, and Justin Herbert looked unbelievably mm-hmm. legit a year ago, you're essentially, and really you are just playing for the idea that Patrick Mahomes might get hurt and you have a chance to make some money, whereas you're not really making any money betting on the Chiefs. So to me, it's worth throwing a couple of bucks the way of the Chargers. I just think the plus 1,700 is a bit aggressive for the Raiders, who okay. gave the, Chargers, the Chiefs as much trouble as any team last year. I hear you. I get it, right? Like I don't right. realistically I mean, think... I get it. It's a, it's a number that you say, why not? Right? I don't realistically you have a think to... they're going to, but no. they're not that bad. Like, I, I get it. I so get it. Give me the Raiders at that number. I get it. It's worth throwing. It is. It is. I don't disagree with you. It's a very aggressive number. It's an unbelievable. Like I would have the Raiders above the Broncos, personally. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know what the Raiders the lost this year to th- make them think that they're going to be depreciably well, I think, worse I think than they were I think most people just don't year. believe that they, were, they should have been as good as they were a year but ago. Derek Carr is like, better than people want to give him credit for. Eh, they added eh. Kenyon Drake. Who knows how that looks? I, mean, they don't, I get it. Like the, Brian Edwards, they seem to be all hot and bothered Yeah, they lost over. Nelson Aguilar, but like, I don't think it, shouldn't, right. it shouldn't be dooming, right. you know what I mean, lose a player Ultimately, like it just seems like that's a very disrespectful number. I don't disagree with that. For Oakland. I don't disagree with that. I just like the Chargers better. Um, all right, NFC East, the Cowboys are the favorites at plus 150, Washington at plus 220, New York plus 430, Philadelphia plus 450. Why? Because you're going to say Washington. Washington? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's just, Washington's the answer yes. there um, because the Cowboys are, are get so much attention. The Eagles have potential value because Jalen Hurts is such a wild card that it's not impossible that I they I just actually, don't love their roster. But it's not even – you know, Devontae it's, Smith, it's all, if Jalen Hurts turns out to be a good thrower of the football, right. they've got an interesting – shake at this yeah. like if he's actually threatening the defenses through the air I, the, the best argument you can make Smith, is these teams were all bunched in together a year ago it's right. not like and, and they were all a disaster so it's not like any of them couldn't somehow win two more games this year i think we we're all just enamored by washington's defense and then throw in ryan fitzpatrick sure. and we say well, you saw them last year without a quarterback and correct. they were a threat and so with one who at least is willing to and accurate at times. Well, not, he's going to throw some picks. There's no doubt yes. about that. But the defense is great. McLaurin's really good. The Curtis Samuel injury muddies the water a little bit, but Gibson figures to be great again this year, or if not better than he was last year. And so, yeah, Washington's the smart pick, but I think the Eagles are the interesting money. A reminder, we're taking these uh, numbers from FanDuel, and don't forget that soon you're going to be able to bet 
from the FanDuel Sportsbook at Sports and Social in Live Casino Hotel. And coming up tonight, you can be there to hang out with Ken Zalis, Pressbox Fantasy Football expert. He'll give you your advice. He will uh, help you set your lineups, look over your league. You can literally hand him your phone, hand him your device. He'll look over your league. He'll tell you, yeah, you might want to make this trade or at least sort of poke around about something like this. That's all tonight, 7 o'clock, Sports and Social, Live Casino Hotel. And uh, while you're there, you can hang out, watch the kickoff game. It's going to be a fun night down tonight. And if you haven't been to Sports and Social yet, my God, it is just immaculate. What a place that is. You're going to want to check it out. All right, NFC North, uh, the Packers minus 165, the Vikings plus 280, the Bears plus 550, the Lions plus 2100. I I want to throw a couple of bucks the Bears way, but I can't. I, I, I'm gonna have to. I mean, you don't trust Kirk Cousins. You would be betting on the off chance that Justin Fields is special. Yep, that's that's a, if if you're looking for somewhere to to take a chance, I would say taking a chance on the Bears at plus five. And plus they've got interesting five. guys outside of Fields, right? If Fields is transcendent, then suddenly guys like Darnell Mooney, guys mm-hmm. like Cole Komet, like yep, we know Allen Robinson produces regardless. One hundred percent. There's there's intrigue. So it's not as if there's no reason, but yeah, I mean Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Right, it would it would seem silly as as much as you don't want to just you know go with scared money, but it's it's the Packers, and if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, then there's every reason to think that they're winning the division again. Um, the NFC South: the Buccaneers minus two forty, the Saints plus four forty, the Falcons plus eight fifty, the Panthers plus twelve hundred. Um, I think you have to consider the Saints at plus 440. I get it. Like, I understand why you'd be trepidatious. Michael Thomas not being there to start the season. What exactly are they going to have in Teddy Bridgewater? And the Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. Like, I, they're, they're, their roster is loaded. But you are still talking about, like, you can't ignore Tom Brady's age and that at some point you just never know. Um, I think it's at least con- worth considering throwing some money in the New Orleans way. I don't disagree. I mean, if you really want to throw a Hail Mary, I think the Panthers have – I think Darnold will be better than people want to give him credit for. Now, good enough to win that division. It's a long shot, as the odds suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be mildly intriguing to say, here's $10 on the Panthers winning the division to pay out what would be a substantial... I, I, I just, get it. I just don't see I mean, they're I loaded at receiver. Yeah, I mean, loaded. They have, they have two really good... And, I think and Terrence Marshall we'll find are out. quite Terrence Marshall might prove McCaffrey to be McCaffrey a... back. I think that... The Brady offense, not Tom Brady, of yes, course. Joe Brady has like more reason for optimism with a guy who can actually stretch the field in Darnold than it would have with Bridgewater, who is limited. So I would be intrigued to see what they are able to draw up. Now, would I be confident in it? No, but the odds, similar to the Raiders, are sort of it would be a why not yeah, sort of deal. I don't have any faith in Darnold at all. That's the tough part for me. Then the NFC West, the final one. A lot the, of value here. The 40, oh, I think there's an incredible value here. The 49ers plus 190, the Rams plus 200, the Seahawks plus 270, the Cardinals plus 600. So a couple things that jump off the page. Those of you that are in love with the Rams like have to be in love with the idea that they're plus 200 here. Any not, of the teams. Well, I'm to me, it's you, you bet lower on the totem pole. You bet the Seahawks or you bet the Cardinals. You. I mean, I like you. to me, that's where the, the value is there because – I absolutely could see a scenario where the Cardinals end up being the team that wins that division. Um, I am not as enamored with the Rams as a lot of other people are. There's a lot of, you got to go prove it to me before I buy into it. And frankly, I just don't think their skill position players are otherworldly. Running back is the concern. What's a concern, but I don't think the receivers are are outstanding. Woods and Cup are very, very, very good. They're capable. They're they're a good unit. They're not game changers. 
They're, they're it's solid wide receivers. It's not they're not a it's not a huge question mark. It's just I don't think they're so bloody special that I immediately assume that this team is going to be overwhelming. I could be wrong. I mean, they clearly were really good with Jared Goff as their quarterback just a couple of years ago, and so there is the possibility that they could go back to being that team. The running back thing hurts them, although you know they probably think quite a bit of Sony Michelle. Um, is a talented back. He's talented. That's fine. I just don't think that they're as overwhelming. I'm not surprised that they're not an overwhelming favorite. I am surprised they're not the favorite. Like that part mm-hmm. is surprising to me. I think that's why I take them here. Is that there's more value. I would say, look, I get the 49ers are sort of a they're a steam engine and they have the momentum always and it seems like they no matter who they have on the team, they're they win able a to lot score. of games. Yep. I don't disagree. Um I do believe in Matthew Stafford. I think that he was sort of just Meddling in obscurity in Detroit and still putting up video game-like numbers. I think that the Sean McVay offense and his arm talent figure to be a strong combination. Um, the running back depth scares me to an extent, probably most of anything. Yeah. Um, but all things considered, the, the, the talent that they have, I think, from offense and defense would be the, the reason I would put the bet down. But Arizona, of course, is very appealing at plus 600 because... Plus six hundred for a for team with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Just have questions about Kingsbury's ability I mean, I to just overall do you. what it takes but, to win football games. Uh, I mean, I don't know about that. I I, they've won football games. They've just been in a brutally difficult division where they got to win more football games. That's the reality of it. All right, uh, that's what we're looking at for the season. As um, those are available at FanDuel right now, those odds to win the division for the years. It all gets underway tonight down in Tampa. Of course, the Ravens season gets underway on Monday night out in Vegas. And if you're not going to Vegas, the place to be is M&T Bank Stadium. As you can party with the flock, the countdown to kickoff party is presented by Miller Lite. There's going to be a live performance from All Time Low. Perhaps you've heard of them. They're quite famous. They're quite popular with the kids. And on top of that, you're also going to have the ability to watch the game on the Ravens' vision boards. They're going to do all the in-game entertainment that you typically do for a home game. That's all going to be happening. There's going to be a live broadcast from WBAL. Just a lot going on on Monday night at the stadium. Tickets are just 10 bucks. Parking is free concessions will be open and reminder if you decide on monday you know what i want to go tickets are going to be twenty dollars they're still great value but you can get them for ten bucks right now if you're just a little proactive if you just call around to your friends and say hey what are we going to do for the game why don't we go down to the stadium get your tickets now baltimoreravens.com slash kickoff is the way to go about doing it everything you all right um that's not well timed that is not well timed on my part uh, it's just what it is. That's what we got to do. It's what we got to do. We will figure it out. I know what's going on with my voice. I don't care for that. Felt that a little bit. I was working a soccer match last night, and I felt a little scratch in my voice. And just never, never a good sign in these times to be dealing with a scratchy voice. I don't think that is that even a, a a thing that you have to worry about in those situations. I don't think. Where it is. does the Delta? You have more concern with a stuffy nose, apparently. I haven't had that, and normally I have that all the time. Typically, I live with a stuffy nose, and I haven't had to deal with that. It's just this sort of scratch in my throat that I don't much care for whatsoever. Not a fan. From Daniel. Daniel says, "Do do do." Sorry. Um, Glenn, appreciate your take regarding the Orioles. Here's the way that I feel. Danny, I've been through this a million. I don't need to go through that. I'm sorry. Uh, here's the way that I feel. 
uh, I do like seeing a young team that's coming together and showing positive signs. It's not as if the difference between the number one pick and the number two pick is that overwhelming. I get it. If you believe there's a transcendent player like Elijah Green, then you're going to be disappointed that you miss out on him. Are we certain that the Orioles are going to take that player anyway? I have doubts that they would. I mean, the K rate for Green is alarming at a high school level. 30 plus 30 percent at a high school level is suggests there is sig- I, like legitimate I, concerns with the Orioles. The Orioles have had one number one overall pick, and they took the consensus number I get one that, overall. But that prospect. wasn't a high school outfielder. I understand that, but he was the cons- I don't know that Elijah Green's going to be the consensus number sure. one overall guy by the time we get to the draft next year. The bonus pool is more substantial part of it. I, I think I don't disagree with that whatsoever. And you're right. There's not a significant difference between the number one and number two in terms of the bonus pool. That being said, there's this this thing where we're like, well, it looks, it feels good to have these young players, and maybe they're building something together. That's that to me has never and will never be a thing. It's just somebody would bring up 2012 and the strong finish 2011. But and they didn't what? have a strong finish in 2011. They just had one game. The strong finish they was in 2010. In that was in 2010 when Buck Showalter arrived. 2011, they had one game. They had the Robert Andino thing. And that was awesome. That's it. It's not. They it didn't, the best game they ever didn't in build history. to that in 2011. That wasn't a thing that occurred. 2012 was completely out of nowhere. There was nothing that they were building towards. So I just can't get on board with that thought process. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not capable of it. I won't. All right. I, we will take a break. We'll grab a break now. Um, I know Kevin Harlan's going to join us here in a little bit. Some other things we're working on, but we'll get a break right now. We'll come back in and continue to get ready for uh, the NFL season to get underway. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Join PressBox's fantasy football expert Ken Zalas for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. at Sports and Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ and let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game, get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Zalas, and enjoy the new Sports and Social Club at Maryland Live. We'll see you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter. It's back to school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back-to-school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy, wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than gumball. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Party with the flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens Vision Boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com 
slash kickoff for tickets and more info. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at So a couple things really quick. One, Kyle points out that, while no, the, the, we conflate this thing with 2010 and 2011. In 2010, when the Orioles hired Buck Showalter, um, they had the second best record in baseball from the point that he got hired until the end of the season. They were unbelievable after Buck Showalter got hired, and so we conflate that with being the year before they got good. Kyle points out they actually did win. They were finished fifteen and eight or twelve and five in their last. And so they, in the last couple of weeks, they had a, a decent finish to two thousand eleven as well. But the point would be they were so good to finish two thousand ten. And what did that mean in two thousand eleven? I hear you. They were they were off. This notion you, you, we do this to pacify ourselves. We want because we want to believe something. We want to believe that hey, if you win a couple of games at the end of the year, that means that you're on the right trajectory. That means that you know you're building on something, and you can go in to win the following year. It doesn't mean anything. There are a million examples of teams that do that and and are good. There's a billion examples of teams that do that and do not. There is nothing that says that if you win some games at the end of the year, that means that it translates to the following year. It, it There is no correlation between those two things. So I'm, they'll never get this is I want to feel better about myself. It's for our own edification. And that's that's fine. You have that right. They won, so because they won, and if that's what they're going to do is they're going to win some baseball games at the end of the year, you're going to choose to hope that that means that they're better in 2022. I get that. Like, I I want them to be better in 2022. I want them to be better forever. Reasons to be encouraged about some guys entering next year. Sure, that's all well and good, but the notion that winning games has anything to do with whether or not they're going to be better in 2022 is a fallacy. Look, I do think that Tyler Wells is a legit arm in the bullpen, right? I don't like, know I think that... he could be their closer in the future. I, I have no idea what he's could their he closer be closer right now, this... right? Like, I mean, that doesn't... he hasn't been their closer. He's in the past gotten two like, games, he has. He's gotten like two saves. We're... I think he deserves at this point. Who else would be the guy, right? That's fine, but that's not saying that much. That's saying that the bar is so insanely low that why not? He's saying you might be and, the best Rule 5 pick you've ever had. That's also an extor- it's absurdly low bar. I mean, it, I, we're not. Could Tyler Wells end up being something of, of value? Maybe. Maybe he could. Maybe he could. I'm not sure what that means. This, this, whether this works or not is not going to be hinged upon Tyler Wells, no, with no not. offense to him. Not trying to be a, an a-hole about it, but it's not worth the conversation. If you find pieces, God bless. We thought Tanner Scott was a piece. There's a lot of guys that we thought might be pieces. 
We'll see how it all plays out. But winning games right now isn't helping. Tyler Wells has already been worth 1.4 wins above replacement for oh, what it's worth. Good for him. I, I, I what mean, do I you want me to say all here? All I'm saying is the Rule 5 picks that we've had in the past, I don't think any have produced immediately. I don't know what... They've always just been sneaking them through to the organization you're taking in the an system. extraordinarily small sample size and saying this is proof. That's small. I mean, he's pitched well this year. He's pitched he's, well this year. He started pitching. He did not start pitching well from the beginning of the season. Three two seven ERA, thirty eight games, sixty three strikeouts, and fifty two winnings. Like these are I, good. A, a good point. F- a point eight two win. Nobody's saying it's not. For what do you think that means? That they have another arm in the bullpen. Great that might be good. bully. It's not worth. I, if we were doing this like this thing where we're picking apart the Orioles roster and saying, is this positive or negative? I would say it's a positive. The notion that it has anything to do with whether or not it's good that the Orioles are winning games or proof that this is all working or that they're going to be a really good team in the next couple of years is insane. You know I side with you as far as the But I don't understand why, we're, why we are obsessed with talking about Tyler Wells. I like him. God, God bless. Now, we, now we've got that. I, I, no offense. We're spending time talking about a relief arm. Just an insane way. Tell me, can do five minutes. Do five minutes really quickly with uh, uh, Brett Adams. Um, it's an insane thing to spend time talking about. Is relief arm. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Loop service center. Ask for Mobile One. I did want to do a, a minute this morning with my friend, uh, Coach Brett Adams, the athletic director over at Stevenson University, to let him tell you about an, an amazing weekend they've got going on. Just some incredible events. Coach, it's Glenn. It's great to chat with you, sir. Thanks for taking a minute for me this morning. Um, I I love being a part of the Stevenson family. This is so cool what you guys are doing. Tell me about, let's start with the beach volleyball thing this weekend. How did this all come about? What's going on at Stevenson? Well, first, the event is we are hosting the very first men's collegiate beach volleyball tournament as as a qualifying event for USA Volleyball's national team. So this is the first collegiate event. It's collegiate only. How this came about is the success of women's beach volleyball. And of course, we are the first Division three school in the nation to launch women's beach volleyball. So we, same with USC, was the first Division one school to launch women's beach volleyball. But what happened at the Tokyo Olympics is there's a feeder program for the women's national team, and it's through Collegiate Beach, actually the second team that played in Tokyo was a collegiate team. Or, um, so there's a huge gap. There's a lot of old, uh, players in men's beach that are getting older, and there's, very, there's, a, there's a gap between the pipeline of juniors to the national team. So we plan on launching men's beach yep. as a team next year, and so this would be a great precursor. So we have players coming from USC, UCLA, Miami, Arizona, so they're coming from all over the country to play in this event, which is going to be an identifier for the national team. So it's um, it's possible that you're going to see a future beach volleyball Olympian playing at Stevenson University this weekend. It's, it's very possible. It's and that's part of the intent of this is to start developing a pipeline for the national team. Now the national team has many more players than the top two teams um, that they develop, and it's from juniors up through, but there's that major gap from age 17, 18 to the aging players that are in their late 30s, early 40s. So this is a, a move that we think nationally will benefit the U.S. national team, and it will benefit collegiate players and um, give more opportunities for student-athletes to experience 
this great sport. That's remarkable. And so people, so give me the, the when this weekend. When can people come out? Uh, I know it's free. You can just come set up and watch some great volleyball this weekend, right? So the first, first of all, it is free. And matter of fact, the atmosphere is very similar to the beach where you bring your blankets, bring your umbrellas, bring your tents, pitch it, bring your coolers. And there's music playing through the whole time. It's a very low-key, it's, it's not a bleacher seating type event. It's a very social event. Um, and all the four courts are open. You can just move around in whichever court, enjoy your friends, and enjoy some really national high-quality men's beach volleyball. And um, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The, the gold medal games are on Sunday. Friday is a pre-qualifier. Uh, we'll have 12... Uh, six play or six teams um, playing for some spots in the main draw, which is Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Friday will be uh, noon. Will be the first match starting. Saturday we'll have a full day of events on Saturday, starting at uh, 9 a.m. Wow, it's going to be an awesome event uh, all throughout the weekend. Just come out and watch some. Again, you could be watching the next Olympians this weekend at Stevenson University. Brett Adams is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Coach, the other thing this weekend that's going on, I, you know, again, it's just an incredible thing. On Sunday, you're bringing the Israeli national team for a women's lacrosse scrimmage. How did this come about? It's... Well, they're they're coming to the U.S. I got to give all of our credit to Kathy Raley, our head coach, who set up the match. And um, anytime we can broaden the experience for student athletes and um, bringing in an international team in and get that type of exposure and also uh i think it's good for the israel national team because you know lacrosse and baltimore are synonymous oh there's no question about that that and that's in at mustang stadium and that's sunday at noon and that's also free that is also free yes man so two really (laughs) cool and it kind of works out there on sunday you could come out you could watch the israeli national the ravens don't play until monday so you could come right. watch the Israeli national team against the Stevenson women's lacrosse team and then hang out and watch incredible beach volleyball afterwards, and you don't have to pay a single penny to do any of it Sunday at Stevenson. Yeah, and stay as long as you want. Uh, there's no door or gate. You, you come and go as you choose. So. I mean, that's remarkable. More information, I'm assuming we're directing people to GoMustangSports.com? Yes. Man, look at all that. That's that, that simple. Well, yeah, here. I'll tell you how important it is, Glenn. Um, uh, Governor Hogan's uh, sports commission with Terry Hasseltine has, is backing our tournament because it brings great interest to the community. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. So, I love that. I love that. love what they're doing in order to get major events in the state of Maryland. This is a major event. There's no question about it. This is a major event for beach volleyball moving forward and uh, the future of, of, of that sport in this area. That's incredible. Coach, um, I, I wish we had a little bit more time here. I'm up against it. Um, nope, I, I, I appreciate you checking in with us this morning. We're going to check in more, obviously, as the year goes on. And you got sports back, and football was awesome. Great atmosphere on Saturday. We will, of course, uh, you and I be talking for sure. But appreciate you checking in for a minute this morning. Hope people get out to Stevenson this weekend. Yeah. Glenn, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate all that you do. Coach Brett Adams, the athletic director at Stevenson University. Again, a big weekend out there this weekend two major events they're hosting this uh, usa beach volleyball event where again you're going to be seeing future olympians playing as it's a qualifier to, to get in uh, the usa volleyball radar incredible stuff and it's all free this weekend out there at uh, stevenson university 
Today's show also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Ravens Raiders Monday night in Vegas. Of course, our next guest, one of our absolute favorites, he will be on the call for Westwood One alongside the Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. He is the great Kevin Harlan, and he's back with us here on GCR. Kevin, it's Glenn and Kyle. It is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good to be on, and um, I'm excited. I know you are, too, about the upcoming season. I'm not sure about the Ravens running game here all of a sudden, but yeah. uh, they still remain one of those teams you're going to keep an eye on all year long. I guess let's say, so let's start there then, Kevin. First of all, I, I truly appreciate it. I know you got a busy weekend. It's, I'm, I really appreciate you taking the time for us. You're most welcome. Um, the run game situation, I, I have complete faith in Gus Edwards as being someone who's ready to shoulder more of a load. All we've seen from him is he is a hell of a runner. Um, very rarely fumbles the ball, runs hard. He improved a little bit as a lateral runner a year ago. He's certainly not the complete running back that other players are. I think the concern for me is is greater than that. It's what happens if something happens to Gus Edwards, right? Like that, that this team that's so predicated on running the football is in a little bit of a danger because if if he were to get hurt, boy, you might be in real trouble at that point. Well, number one, you've got the best running quarterback in football. So there's always going to be the threat of a run game, even if he doesn't have a chance to hand off to anybody. But that being said, I have found over the years that of all the positions in the NFL that you could probably find someone off the street Mm -hmm. or someone hiding on a practice squad or some guy begins to emerge when you've got the culture that the Ravens do, it's the running back position. Um, uh, I just think they're in kind of a unique position with what their quarterback can do. They don't want him to run. They'd prefer he not run, but it's just what he does yep. and how he's wired. And so that threat will always be there. Thus, because he'll be the number one concern, whoever he's handing the ball off to, Gus or whoever, is going to probably find a little bit more daylight, perhaps a little bit more space, And, you know, teams seem, especially quality teams and organizations like the Ravens, they seem to rally around a weak slot, a weak link, an area that needs attention. And and on the surface, I agree, it it does not look good. I don't know what Bell's got left. I don't know who else we're going to bring in if they activate Le'Veon. The point is, I think of all the positions they probably – can make up for, shore up by having others kind of pitch in. It may be that running attack. Now we'll now we'll see. You know, as the season goes on, um, how this progresses. But but uh, for a team that would like to run and establish the run, like most of these offenses, uh, clearly with a quarterback that is trying to maybe transition a bit more from not running, staying in that pocket, making his reads, uh, still the off-platform, off-schedule things, but. Um, there's no reason to panic just yet. I, I, I think they're going to be very clever in the way they handle this. Kevin, were you at all surprised they, they did the Le'Veon Bell thing considering you know the relationship, John, John Harbaugh, you know, Andy Reid was his mentor, and this guy was literally just trashing Andy Reid <laughs> on his way out the door? Were you, <laughs> no. 
I, I know a lot of people say, hey, look, if there's an organization that has absorbed personalities for the most part well, it's been the Baltimore Ravens. But were you a bit surprised they were willing to do this considering that? Well, I, uh, desperate times require you-know-what. Yeah. So I, they had to get somebody. Now, Bell is a shell of what he was. He is not the one we saw in Pittsburgh. He's probably not even close to what he was going to start doing with the Jets. We know in Kansas City he was an afterthought. And um, and I don't know if he had a hard time with the playbook. I don't know what his issue was. And that actually was – I mean, I, I get the, the, the contractual things he had with the Steelers, and that became a very big point. Uh, at the same time, I would think that Kansas City was a very soft landing spot. Right. Friendly offense, friendly coaches you just alluded to, Glenn. You know, like, like everything was – all he had to do was just kind of fall in line and be that guy. And for whatever reason, that was not on his schedule. And, and so I don't know that he's faced some reality and saying, you know what, I got to stop being a pain in the behind and start, you know, trying to hook here. He's with another quality team that could go, you know, deep. And, and I think I would appreciate that at this stage of his career, that position, that running back position, kind of like receiver, Man, when they fall over the edge of the table, it's a hard and striking and significant drop. So I don't know what he's got left. It didn't show a lot. He looks slow and ponderson to me mm-hmm. when we did Chiefs games last year. But who knows? You know, maybe an offseason where he gets his head straight. You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> but, but you've, got to, you've got to get what's out there. And he's a veteran. He knows Baltimore because he played so much against him. Maybe there's that extra something left in there that he can kind of hit and trigger and and, and be, you know, a, another option when they're going to be looking for some options early in the season. Kevin Harlan will be on the call. Ravens Raiders Monday night for Westwood One. He's with us right now here on Glenn Clark Radio. Kevin, I'm not trying to – this is the NFL, and every game is important. And the Raiders were pretty good a year ago, and and they were loaded, um, you know, a little bit more in the offseason, brought in Gerald McCoy. Like, there's – and plus, they're going to have this electric stadium. I'm not trying to be dismissive of Monday. I want to make that very clear. This is not easy to go on the road and win a game like this. But I feel like there's a part of me that's also watching this game, thinking a bit about the Raiders and thinking more about what I want to see from the Ravens to feel confident as they go into week two matchup with the Chiefs team that they haven't beat yet um, since Lamar Jackson took over. And they've had three tries so far, and and two of them – you know, weren't nearly as close as the score would indicate they were, right? Like two of them, the last two were kind of butt kickings in the first half that they made look a little bit closer as the game went on. Um, Is there any part of you that's interested in that storyline that like, yes, this game is important, it's not going to be easy to win, but it's also seeing if the Ravens are ready for a Chiefs matchup in week two? Well, Chiefs are pretty tall order. Uh, To be quite honest, I think I'd grade myself more in the teams like the Raiders, and Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, and like like, but but trying to grade yourself against Buffalo and Kansas City is very difficult. Uh, but but like like these ten nine win teams, Miami, like like it seems that that maybe at least out of the blocks, considering all that has happened, you know, losing Judon and 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 not the running back. I mean, like like there there have been some pretty big dents put in this club. And I guess I'd like to see them get their footing. And I think that's probably John's message is that, um, uh, you know, don't be looking at the stars. Let's look what's right in front of us right now. And that's a Monday night game 
in what is going to be, you, you use the perfect word, electric atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Raiders always begin, at least they have the last couple of years, begin the season strongly. This is going to be a tough team. But I guess even though you look at an 8-8 eight and eight team from a year ago and what Las Vegas was, um, you know, they began pretty strong. And they were formidable. And they're not what they were. And now they're in year four of this rebuild. And I would tell you that, that this will be – I think they're going to surprise some people. I'll be stunned if the Raiders don't win nine games this year. Wow. What I have heard from people I've talked to, I saw a couple scouts in the preseason. I do the Packers preseason games on TV and was in a couple different press boxes, Lambeau and in Buffalo. And so scouts in both and asked them about, you know, we know know who the main cast members are here. Who are the the teams? And the Raiders came up in both conversations. Um, I, I just think they feel like, you know, everything is pretty much planted, and, and, and they, are, they are a team that, that might kind of surprise you with what they do. So I guess if I'm the Ravens, okay. and, and not to minimize expectations, but, but, you know, there are a lot of solid teams. Miami's one of them, Cleveland's solid. Kansas City and Buffalo are like in this completely different conversation. I just feel those two are that much better than the rest of the AFC, perhaps. I understand what you're saying. It's just difficult, you know, like, I, I think right now, because the Ravens have been, you know, this is this is the burden of the accomplishment, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. The, well said. The, exactly. That Because you put yourself in this territory, there's this next thought of, okay, that's nice. Winning the division would be nice, and, and being better than the Browns would be nice. But can you take that next step forward? And how can you show that you're ready to take that next step forward? Well, Somehow, finally beating Kansas City would go a long way to doing that, right? Like, right, we, yeah. we would talk about the Ravens in a different way if they were capable of finally winning a game against the Chiefs. But I, I agree with you. I, this looks like an unbelievable mountain to climb right now in the AFC. Yeah, no, it is. Look at the young quarterbacks, including yours. Uh, you know, look at the strong coaching, including yours. Um, I mean, there are stars you know, litany of names all over the AFC that you can point to in teams that are right. You know, the Chargers. I want you to thinking about the Chargers. And, and people think that the Broncos are a quarterback away. And I'm going to see, I'm uh, going to see Miami this weekend. I'll be doing New England mm-hmm. uh, and Miami on Sunday in Foxborough. And Miami is, is, you can't believe the optimism coming out of there and what they think about Tua's offseason and the additions they've made. They've strengthened their their wide receiving core. I mean, I mean, you know, there are some strong teams. There were a couple of years there where the AFC had kind of bottomed out. Now, arguably, you know, the, the best conference. And and you can point to the quarterbacks, the coaching, the rising young talent. I mean, it's kind of all over the conference. I mean, if you survive and make one of these seven slots in the playoffs, like you've really accomplished something. And every division, we haven't talked about Tennessee. I mean, go right on down the yeah. line. All these teams have got something. I think the Chargers uh, should be really good this year. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> yes, yes. Young quarterback. Yep. Guys that have been places that have reemerged like Tannehill and, and, and Nashville. So, like, like, all over the league, but in, especially in the AFC, you see one good story after another. And, and uh, I'm in Tampa right now, and I've got Dallas and, and um, the Buccaneers tonight. The Buccaneers, have reached, and this, these are two NFC teams, you talk about optimism. They've returned every starter sure. with the world champs. Yep. And you have Dallas, and, and they're welcoming back Dak Prescott, who they just think is going to uh, spin their season around. Remember what they did early on last year? They were the number one offense until he was injured in week five. 
as you point out, Kevin Harlan's doing that game tonight for Westwood One as well, and then the the Patriots Dolphins for CBS on Sunday. As you point out, by the way, it it does feel right now like the AFC is ridiculously top heavy. The NFC may be a bit more wide open, and maybe another testament to Tom Brady's genius that he decided to get out of the AFC at the point that he did and flip over yeah. to the other <laughs> conference where the path was a little bit more clear for him. No, right. I mean, and and I think he saw the roster too. You know, he's not. Oh well, um, yeah, he no question. Couple, right. He had a couple choices, uh, Raiders being one of them, uh, but he looked all over the league, and uh, you know, these guys just don't. I mean, he was making thirty a year. I get that, but. But he he wanted to. There's there's a lot of pride left in that guy. Clearly, as we saw, and and he he wanted to go into a place that that had all the parts. And certainly with Evans, and you know, then he was able to talk Gronk out of retirement. And and you know, this is what Rogers has been wanting in Green Bay. He he wants a seat at the table, right? He wants a, he wants a voice in the conversation. And that's what Brady got. He he he, he shot for Gronk. He got Antonio Brown. He, he, he talked him into signing Fournette when he was let go by Jacksonville, and those moves were great. And now guys are taking less money, established players on the Buccaneers are taking less money so they can go for two in a row. We haven't had a repeat since the early 2000s when Brady did it himself. So, so you know, the, 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 the NFC certainly has its stories. We haven't talked about the Colts, which may be, you know, yeah. a, a terrific defense. And Wentz is there. What does he do with that with that offense? So, um, and we got the number one pick overall in Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. So there will not be an easy day in the AFC. So back, Glenn, to what you said a couple minutes ago, um, and I know John, my brother, I think I've said this before, my brother's his agent. So I know how I don't think I even did that think. math. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny to me. I never yeah. did that math over the years. And I've talked yeah, to you. Yeah. I've talked yeah. to your brother for stories and didn't do that math. <laughs> oh man. So so I feel like, you know, the stories he tells about the Harbaugh's, John in particular, but the Harbaugh family are the things that, you know, make it ah, that's why they're so that's why they've been able to do what they've done as coaches or players. That's why their dad is the man that he is. And, and and so you, you you hear these things. So I know John is going in there, and and you know there's no more solid organization than the Ravens. But every game now in this AFC to me seems like it's been tightened a little bit, ratcheted up, and it begins with with Vegas. They get a win on the road there. Um, I don't think they'll exhale, but I think they'll have at least checked a lot of boxes in terms of running attack. How does our quarterback look? He's still young. You know, he's got a long way to go in this league. He's accomplished so much. But, you know, he is still developing. He'd probably be the first one to tell you that. So I'm, I'm anxious to see what they do on Monday night. That I, I love my game tonight. Yep. And I'm intrigued to watch these two young quarterbacks um, go at it uh, Sunday in Foxborough. But the Baltimore uh, Raiders game – uh, to me, has got as much intrigue as that game or any game this week. All right, can I can I wrap with one I've never asked you before, and I just want to have some fun with it, if I could, Kevin. We every, every well, look, you know how enamored I am with you, and and I'm not alone. The entire country loves Kevin Harlan, and it, it, your calls are are perfect. Whether it's something silly like a drunk fan or your dunk calls in basketball, they're just incredible. <laughs> I've never asked you before. What's your favorite call from someone else? What what is your favorite like who's or maybe I'll do it this way. When you get a chance to just sit down and watch a basketball game or a football game, whatever it is, who do you most enjoy besides Kevin Harlan as a broadcaster? Well, I love all the um you know, my, my colleague at, at CBS, Jim Nance, um 
some of his golf calls oh, to me. Yeah. Like when he ends a tournament with the right phrasing or pause. Um, I mean, that, that to me is art. Um, uh, I, I, you know what? I, to, to be, Glenn, to be quite honest, including you in this conversation, no. I'm such a fan of the business that anybody, I think, that gets to a major market like you with, with your show or a guy that's a major league announcer, uh, college or pro, but you, you know, and of course the network, like everybody that has gotten to this level has had, you know, a degree of achievement that is very hard. And if people would look at all the younger broadcasters in smaller markets, getting out of college or dreaming in, in their, you know, in their living room when they're 14 years old about getting in this business and thinking about how far can I go? And, and with every success, there are hundreds of people, men and women, disappointed that their careers didn't turn out the way they thought. So I'm, to, to be honest, I admire everyone. I admire your questions. I admire Nance and what he does on, on golf. And, and as one of the, and I admire Costas and maybe the greatest broadcaster of all time or when I'm flying to my next game on Sunday night and hearing Michaels yeah. and Collinsworth. Like I just, like my admiration is boundless. So I'm just thankful that I'm part of the business and, and not, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't envy. I don't, I don't wish. I, I'm just thankful that uh, for whatever reason, I've been able to en enjoy it myself, but also enjoy the friendships and the other so many great broadcasters out there doing whatever they're doing. I will, I will tell you just a quick thing. I, I, I go to church with this guy up in our summer home in Wisconsin, and he gave me this Chuck Thompson CD oh. of his great oh. calls, of, oh. uh, Colts and Oriole calls. And I think I've said this on, on the show before. Chuck Thompson was one of the very first, along with John Facenda, were like the two first voices I can recall when I was like eight or nine that drew me to sports. Like I, I became a fan because I heard them broadcast, wow. and then I, I watched what they were doing. So I spend a lot of time listening to Chuck Thompson. Uh, just last night when I got here to Tampa at about uh, midnight, I um, – I have the beginning of his Hall of Fame induction speech in Cooperstown and how and just his voice to me just triggers like so much. So I I admire anybody that can make it at this level and the people that try to make it at this level and I just I've got like I could name every broadcast and say, Oh, I like that call, that game, that particular sequence. I I've got so many people that I'm a fan of. Well you and basically, I basically the basically the whole broadcast business someday when we have more time we're just going to do an hour about chuck thompson we're just ain't the beer oh, wouldn't cold, that be great go to war you're speaking my love language now kevin harlan <laughs> when you talk kevin harlan I, i'm so grateful every time you do this we're looking forward to monday night westwood one for ravens raiders thank you so much for spending a couple of minutes with us this morning we really appreciate it well my privilege great to talk with you glenn take care kyle great to be out with you guys and i look forward to our next conversation thank you sir kevin harlan the best love that guy he's unbelievable loves chuck thompson that's awesome and i legitimately had no idea that brian harlan was his brother i did not know that that's wild all right today's show is also brought to you by ooh, this one's brought to you by window nation two free windows for every two you buy all september long and it goes on forever wood or vinyl style so if you get four you get four free eight you get eight free you can keep doing that math 
Not that hard to figure out. You're always getting two free windows for every two you buy. Get an A-plus in savings. Pay 0% interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or windownation.com. Picks are next. Glenn Clark Radio. Party with the flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens Vision Boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation, State Highway Administration. Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their Very Berry Salad and Smoky Thigh Wings. It also features the all-new Shrimp Po' Boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York Strip Steak, the Barbecue Chicken Bowl, Barbecue Ribs, and Smoky Thigh Wings Combo Platter, Zucchini Fries, and a Key Lime Pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams Summer Ale, or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Find out more by going to glorydaysgrill.com. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. That first sip. (sighs) That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Pressbox Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or pressboxonline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Pressbox Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. This is Nothing but net. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. All right, two bits of housekeeping we got to take care of as we get into picks. 
Ken Zalis is here. KZ, we, when we get to the fantasy football show, you're going to be telling us more about underdog fantasy football. I will. And I, I just want to tease that right now. We have partnered up with Underdog, and you're telling me this is going to be awesome. I love this, Underdog. You use Underdog. I do. You play game, have, you've won money playing um, Underdog fantasy football. Uh Yes, a little bit, but I did uh, I did mostly best ball, so I have like 100 best ball drafts that I did on Underdog. Okay. So I don't know if I won money. You'll find out as the my, season goes my on. My 60% right. share of J.K. Dobbins isn't a good start. Not a great start, not a great start, <laughs> but that's coming. Yes. And you can find out more by going to PressBoxOnline.com slash fantasy right now. But coming up on the PressBox Fantasy Football Show, we're going to be telling you more about Underdog Fantasy Football and how you can get involved. And we're giving you free money for signing up. So there's a tease. Stay tuned for that. Now, before we do picks, I just talked to Tim in Bel Air. As I was afraid of, Tim's a very important person. He has a job that actually matters. He's not a chuckle like uh, we are. He is not able to do tomorrow. I'm upset. We have two options. This is the text that I just got from Tim. I 100% can do next Friday. I will block it off if you give the go-ahead. That's the text he sends. Or I will prepare the sandwiches myself tonight and will pay it off tomorrow as I was planning to do. Since the two of you will represent the majority, unfortunately, I know it's not really the majority. The three of them aren't here right now. We don't have enough time to reach out for responses. It is up to you guys. I will do either one. I do not care. I do not have a preference. This is... So that we're being fair with whatever you guys want. We need to establish some parameters we as to the sandwich that you're going to be making. We don't have time you, for it. It is going to be you. It has to be a solid. Why, why are we not just delaying a week? I'm tired so, of waiting for one. I mean, there is that. Like, I, 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 get, I get it. it but, I mean, what, I mean, let's. Glenn has this S-eating grin it, on his face. It, like it's a, not an S-eating grin, I assure you. I assure you. I, I don't uh, want to do this no matter what the circumstances let's are. Let's just wait for Tim and is my vote, but. You ultimately have more pull here. Than no, I I'm not giving him more pull in this. Well, the two of you have to decide. I just on don't it. trust Glenn to slather mayonnaise all so over. So then we're it. waiting a week. You're gonna put like a thin layer of mayonnaise on just, this sandwich. Just say we I gotta mean, go. We're gonna we wait because you're just a cheater. You're a cheater at heart. I'm sure that's what it is. You're gonna right. be like, oh, I put mayonnaise on. There's mayonnaise. It's gonna be that's, like that's the translucent. Decision. It's not gonna right. be like a. I mean, that's what I, I would do if I had to make it for milli- myself. Millimeters Next of Friday, we will do <laughs> the sandwiches. That's the way I would. And say. this is the final call. This is the final call. If for some reason something comes up again with Tim, we're not pushing it off again. We're doing it next Friday, no matter what. No matter what, next Friday is the final date that we're moving it to. Got it? Great. Good. Now let's get on to picks. Picks. Picks brought to you this week. Who by games you picked? Settle down over there. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Picks are brought to you this week by the print issue of Press Box, which is available right now. On the cover, you find Marlon Humphrey, great cover story from Bo Smolka. Pick it up for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms. Any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box, read it all. Pressboxonline.com. Not uh, much separation in week one. Uh, the no. five of us that are playing, Kyle and Stecka, won three games. The rest of us won two. So one game separating top and bottom. This is our first full week of picks, three college games, six NFL games. Let's get to it. Pick numero uno. Number one, uh, the game that was initially going to be on game day but will not be on game day, CBS Sports Network will have Air Force and Navy. That's going to be in Annapolis. 3.30 kickoff for that one. The spread, 
after a rough week one against Marshall, Navy being given five and a half yeah, points. Yeah, I mean, when you lose 49-7, to seven, I'm not going to be able to turn around. And I'm sorry. And like, I, I, I certainly think that Navy is going to prove to be better as the season goes on, but there's just no way. Five and a half is not big enough for me. No way. Wasn't even close for me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has picked Navy. That's what happens. When, <laughs> I mean, what I mean you lost 49-7. That's what happens. <laughs> yes, turn around and win, of course. Yes, of yep. course. All right. Number two on the list, the number 12 Oregon Ducks squaring off against the number three Ohio State Buckeyes. Oregon narrowly escaping an upset at Fresno State. This is hey, a but Ohio State wasn't that impressive either. A noon kickoff on Fox. The line, Buckeyes minus 14 and a half. It's that hook, isn't it? It's that damn hook. Because I totally buy into the idea that ultimately, especially with the West Coast team playing at noon, mm-hmm. that it, uh, two touchdowns is fair but that effing hook right that the hook brings you back i ain't telling you no lies oregon ohio state noon game cross country that's no realistically way. the only thing that made me go yeah. or ohio state is yeah. i had oregon and then i said that's gonna be a 9 a.m 9 a.m for them. Yeah, yeah, and ohio yeah, state's still gonna I, be upset about how they played last but week all this gonna... takes is it's a three touchdown game and oregon scores with 20 seconds left and you get your cover I understand how that works. Yeah, that that's is, all it takes. Yeah, that yeah. is how the Ohio works. State. Uh, Andrew Stecco agrees with you, Len. All right. He's a West Coast guy. Yeah. Uh, means last nothing. but means not least, the number 10 Hawkeyes, Iowa, of course, go to the Iowa State Red Cyclones. Far travel for that one. That's a four, or excuse me, three, that's a 4.30 game on ABC. I mean, I'm sticking there. Yeah, 4:30. I, I guess they're doing like a 9-11 thing at noon on Saturday yeah, because yeah. they're doing 1 o'clock and 4.30 for their kickoffs on Sunday. And the spread there is Iowa State minus 4.5. Um, I know obviously nothing about either one of these teams except for Brock Purdy is really good. And um, with game day being there and then trying to get a little revenge from last year in a close game, I'm going to buy in on Iowa State this year. Give me the uh, Cyclones. Yeah, I'm buying in on Iowa State as well. Um, I, I love that offense. I, I think, um, like you said, all the all the things hyped up, ready to go, game day, give me Iowa State. Everyone agrees, but Andrew Stecka. So. Okay. Well, I, he's the dumbest person I've ever met. Yeah. On to the NFL tonight, real football, of course. 8.20 on NBC. What is the controversy here? What is this the one that Andrew Steck is mad about? No the idea line? whatsoever. He, he has on the sheet, he has a question mark next to the spread. Like, he's mad that this is the what spread the for spread? this game. The spread that I have here, Buccaneers, minus nine and a half. Let me check, Let me check somewhere else. Well, I thought I saw seven and a half or eight. I don't see. I've seen eight and a half. I've I have eight. not seen nine and a half. I went to I'm sportsbook.ag for this line. I didn't pull out of my butt. All right, we're going to start using FanDuel next week. I hear next you. week. We'll do that next week. Uh, nine and a half. By the way, what is the likelihood that that's yeah, going right. to end up being the difference in this? Wait, how many how many finals do you know that are nine points? How many times have you seen a thirty-one to twenty-two football game in your life? And by the way, didn't stop Andrew from picking Tampa. This is tough. I I think this is tough because I think there are going to be a lot of points scored, right? And like when you have a lot of points scored, oh, uh, Tampa. I don't care for that I line, though. I really thought I read seven and a half when you sent it out because I did these really, really quick. Well, you can feel free to change it if you'd like. Uh, I may. Um, I'm not going to because I think Dallas may be the most overrated football team in the NFL this year. Um, I know we're all excited about Dak. Dak hasn't played football. Um, there's going to be Russ, Tampa, um, ready to go, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Godwin thing, whatever. Um, I'll, t- I'll take you know, that it's a 10-point game. So. Front four and front seven for yeah. Tampa should yeah. be dominant again. And with Dak only playing real football now for the first time in about a year, 
and Tom Brady doing a victory lap after the Super yeah, Bowl yep. win, yep. and them returning 22 starters, yep. and it being at home, I get I'm going to take it to as well. Nobody's on Dallas. Okay. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, 1 o'clock, CBS, the spread, Bills, minus 6.5. I really struggle with this one because I, I definitely think the Bills are better than the Steelers significantly, and as the season goes on, I think that will play out. But yet, in this weird way, Ben Roethlisberger, being Ben Roethlisberger, I can see this being as a goofy game where he throws the ball a billion times, and they're in it somehow. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover in this game. I don't love that. And I think that Buffalo will win, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover. I wish it was seven and a half. It's not. So I'm always one of these people that, you know, especially around here, everybody thinks the Steelers stink every year. And, and people, I disagree with that. I thought they were really good. I think their offensive line stinks this year. I think but, – but nationally, it's like nobody's talking about them. And everybody's like, it's the Browns, it's the Ravens. They, they forget about that the Steelers are you really You thought they good. weren't that good last year also. I did. With Glenn, I'm talking Well, about no, I thought they weren't as good as their record. But, but, I, didn't, I but, thought they were frauds, and they were. But Well, they were, but yeah. – but, Everybody discounts them early. My problem is this year um, they have so many new parts and returning parts, and um, the offensive line mm-hmm. has got to show me that they can be productive, and they have to show me that adding um, Harris is going to make that big of a difference in what their overall philosophy is and that Ben's got to show me that he's going to be given time so he can throw the ball downfield. And I'm not – taking the Steelers in a game against Buffalo, who I know is mm-hmm. really good. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bills until Pittsburgh shows me something. This isn't even about Pittsburgh for me. It's just about the Bills being the closest thing to the Chiefs, and you're going to have to score 35 to beat them. I hear you. And I don't think it happens for the Steelers. So, yeah, Buffalo. All right, next. Everybody else. There's Everybody except for Proctor agrees with KZ and I. Uh, so you go. and Proctor on Pittsburgh. Don't like that. Cardinals at Titans, yeah, 1 o'clock. All two of them. <laughs> 1 o'clock, CBS. <laughs> the spread. By the way, if you're forgetting, we're playing. The loser of this has to uh, 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 get their back waxed, has to eat a tarantula, and perform a hero from Spider-Man. The spread here, Tennessee minus three. I hate this. I really hate this pick. I hate everything about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I'm going to come back to the same thing. West Coast team traveling east. I the Cardinals have more to prove immediately. I think the Titans are better. Oh, God, I hate this game. I want to go first on this one. Let somebody else go first. I'll go first. Go first. I'm taking Arizona because I don't think uh, Tennessee's good. How's that? I don't think they're I, good. I don't think they're good at all. I think their defense stinks going up against a high-powered offense that may be one of the top three offenses in the NFC this year. And offensively, I want to see how Tennessee works in the new parts. Are they going to rely on the run game like they have in the past? A.J. Brown didn't practice yesterday. Everything to me points to Arizona coming out quick in this one. I hate that because I was leaning towards Arizona. Arizona. I don't feel the same way that KZ does about Tennessee. I just yeah, Tennessee. I mean, I yeah. think they can score. I think this will be the year. I get it. Like Henry's been leaned on. I don't think they'll need to if they don't have to, but they will if they can. And at that point, they're winning if they're doing that. So, any game script, I think Tennessee can keep up with it. All right, so, we, we gotta keep yeah. moving. We gotta uh, keep moving. Nobody agrees with you two. All okay. right. Chargers at Washington, one o'clock. CBS. Even. It's now even. Didn't you send out one? You should maybe read the lines. I really should. Yeah. Okay. Um, wouldn't change my pick, but I'm just saying. Um, is there an update on Eckler yet for today? There's not been. 
We have no updates on any players yet. Washington. I took Washington as well because of the defense. I'm alone on Chargers. I, it's going to be stupid for me because I'm bullish about the Chargers this season. Look, I just think that the Herbert, Eck, the Eckler Herbert, thing Herbert. the Eckler thing concerns me. That's all. Yeah. I'm just concerned by the Eckler thing right now. Herbert. Of course, if Eckler plays, then I'm going to feel really stupid that I took Washington. All right. Next, we got the Browns at the Chiefs, a 4:25 game on CBS. The spread there, Kansas City plus or excuse me, minus six and a I was half. Say Jesus Christ. Um, it would have to be over a touchdown for me. The Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs as well. I agree with that. Everybody's on Kansas City. And last but not least, Monday night, ESPN, 8-15. Ravens go to Las Vegas. The spread, Raiders plus four and a half. And Project Game Day brought to you by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. Afterwards, I, I hear the lovely and talented Ken Zalis will be joining me for the season opener on Monday night. Late, I, did, I, I did hear that. Late night here. Uh, look forward to being with you guys at halftime and post game for that one. Um, I, Ravens. I don't feel like I need to say a lot more. Ravens. They better blow them out. That's all I'm saying. The four, I can't believe it's only four and a half. I, know, I think the Raiders are better than people give them credit for, but I still think the Raiders should win this game by 10. You said the least. Raiders, you meant the Ravens. You just said okay. I think the Raiders should win Fair this game. Right. The Ravens should win this game by 10. Yes. Uh, everybody but Andrew Secca Ugh, is garbage is human. on the Ravens. Garbage human. All right, very good. Those are our picks for the week. We will get them up, uh, glennclarkradio.com, here momentarily. Got to grab one more break. We'll come back in and get you set for the uh, Press Box Fantasy Football Show. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Tyus Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Tyus Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. It's brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Great Eights Memorabilia, and Pressbox. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash and Ravens prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, Pressbox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash Sports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash Radio Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. 
As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, Beer, Wine, and Spirits Showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. Join PressBox's fantasy football expert Ken Zalis for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. at Sports and Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ and let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game, get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Zalis, and enjoy the new Sports and Social Club at Maryland Live. We'll see you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter. Tweet us at Glenn Clark Radio. 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Uh, John Harbaugh tells the media today that Le'Veon Bell could play on Monday. For what it's worth, uh, also says that he did not talk to Andy Reid about Le'Veon Bell before the Ravens signed him. So just file that one away. All right, uh, the Stand the Fan Variety Hour taking the week off uh, because of the uh, Labor Day holiday and the Jewish holiday this week. They will be back next Monday. Stan and Ross talking baseball is always brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797. C3America.com for your free analysis. We're going to push tidbit to tomorrow. We'll wrap up with Totally Tubular. It's brought to you by Glory Days Grill, where they are hiring all positions coming out of the pandemic. If you are looking for a new direction, something else to do, I would stop by your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. If you want to work for a great family-oriented company that's known for their commitment to the community, stop into one of their restaurants, speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Find out more at glorydaysgrill.com. Of course, the NFL season does indeed get underway tonight as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers host the Dallas Cowboys on NBC. Kickoff right around 8.20 for that one. Orioles-Royals at 7 on Masson 2, Carlos Hernandez and John Means. Masson for Nationals-Braves at 7.20. It's also on MLB Network in Toronto and New York because they've got the Blue Jays and Yankees at 7, Dodgers-Cardinals at 1. ESPN for the U.S. Open women's semifinal starting at 7, Layla Fernandez and Arena Sabalenka, Emma Raducanu and Maria Sakkari, guaranteed first-time slam winner on the women's side. NBA TV, Connecticut Sun, LA Sparks, 10.30, WWE Network for NXT UK at 3, Axis TV, Impact Wrestling at 8. Anything non-sports-wise? Uh, what we do in the shadows tonight, 10 o'clock on FX. Uh, yesterday, the second season of American Saga, Wu-Tang on Hulu. Started yeah, debuted streaming. last night, yep. yep. Uh, Showtime, Jesus and Miro, 11 o'clock. Stuff and things, check it all out. Shaq's on Kimmel. Uh, check it all out at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, Totally Tubular was also brought to you today by Great Eights Memorabilia, who, of course, is making the Tyus Bowser show happen. We are getting ready to announce the makeup date for the uh, show at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. We know we're going to be at City Line Bar and Grill on September 28th with Tyus Bowser. You can find out more by going to PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. It's made possible by PressBox, Great Eights Memorabilia, and Express Exterior Design. 
Thanks today to um, Kevin Harlan. Thanks to uh, Brett Adams from Stevenson. We'll get that and picks up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glennclarkradio.com. Busy day tomorrow. Kurt Kurt Warner Warner. scheduled to join us. Also, Matt McGloin, who's going to be on the call, the former Penn State quarterback. He's going to be on the call for the Maryland game Saturday night on Big Ten Network. Uh, Bo Smolka. Bo Smolka, Press Box Ravens beat writer. Stuff and things. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Uh, thanks to everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Underdog Fantasy Football, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, the Maryland Department of Transportation, the Maryland Five Star, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at K Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. If you're with us audio wise, do nothing. We'll be right back. If you're with us on the video, hit refresh. We'll be right back with you for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Welcome into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, but more importantly, your lovely and talented host for the program. He is our friend, Mr. Ken Zalis. What's going on, buddy? Not much. Nothing Not much. much. Got, nothing much going Not on. Not much. You know. It's just week one of the NFL Thank season. God, week one's here. No doubt about that. Oh. All right, we got a lot to get to on the show this week. We will answer your questions. Get them in the comments at uh, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or hit me up on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. We will pose them to KZ here on the program. Ken, before we do that, a reminder that uh, you're going to be out and about tonight. You're going to be making a very rare public appearance rare. 
we gotta, we gotta, we normally don't like to talk about this because it'll be sworn by paparazzi <laughs> and it's yes, gonna be out I'm of sure, I'm sure. But you're yeah. gonna be out of sports and social tonight. I am sports and social. Um, you know, get there about uh, seven o'clock. Do some pregame. I will answer any and all fantasy questions. I will rate your lineup if you if you want me to. I'll make suggestions. If you had trade questions already, happy to do that. And uh, we'll get ready for uh, you know Dallas and Tampa and, yep. and get you set. So uh, come on out. Uh, should be fun. Gorgeous. Gorgeous bar. Uh, oh, it's you such know, an immaculate venue, man. You know, great place to watch uh, the game, and uh, looking forward to it. You know, it's going to be going to be a fun night. That's tonight, seven o'clock. Sports and social down at Live Casino Hotel that you can hang out with KZ. All right, um, before we talk about underdog fantasy football, let's go ahead and, and handle some of the big topics this week, and then we're going to get to your questions a little bit later on in the program. Some of the big topics for second straight week. The Ravens' backfield is a big topic because they did make an acquisition, and we will see what it means. Should people have scrambled to pick up Le'Veon Bell this week? If he was free, sure. I mean, if you're, if we're at the point now where you came out of your draft and you said, oh, I'd rather have a dart with Le'Veon Bell in, in case it turns into something, then your sixth wide receiver or your second tight end, no problem. If you have a league where you're spending fab money mm-hmm. on Le'Veon Bell, you want to throw a buck at it, sure. I've seen some ridiculous fab bids for Le'Veon Bell already. And, look, I, I, I think week one you're not expecting anything. And if the Ravens go to Vegas and, you know, Tyson Williams is serviceable and does well and, you know, uh, gets 10 touches and maybe gets 50 yards and scores a touchdown, you wasted – I mean, Le'Veon Bell's not coming anytime soon. Um, maybe as a third down passing back if he has anything left, if that, if you want to you, you look in that direction. But I'm, I'm – I don't think we're rushing. You know, he's not a must-have for me. I'm not crying if I put in a bid or a waiver claim and I didn't get him. It's like it's not making or breaking my year. Look, he hasn't done anything in two years. Uh, More than that. uh, Yeah, but really nothing Mm -hmm. at all. Um, Maybe it's three since, you know, because he sat out most of the one year. Um, So, no. I mean, you know, I mean, it's the Ravens' backfield if he – if there's another injury, then yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see what it is. I don't know if he's active this week. We'll see how he gets up to speed. Um, but no, I wasn't. I don't even think I put a bid in in my 25 leagues. I didn't put one bid in for him. Let's talk about the New Orleans situation um, on both sides of it, right? You're yeah. someone who maybe drafted Latavius Murray as a as a handcuff, right. or you know, you were a Calvin Kamara owner, mm-hmm. and so you were like, yeah, I need to have that guy. Are you dropping him now, or are you saying to yourself, look, at some point there's going to be a running back that gets hurt. Latavius Murray is going to be signed somewhere in the next week or two. He's still not a bad option to have on my bench. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of holding for a week, uh, unless there, unless there's something crazy. You're playing a 10-team league, and, and you know someone out there is, it, it is just blatantly obvious that he shouldn't be on the waiver wire. Um, if Tyson Williams, like, like if Tyson Williams is on your waiver wire, 
Like, I'd rather have Tyson Williams mm-hmm. than Latavius Murray right now. If I'm a Kamara owner and somehow Tony Jones isn't um, on a roster, I'd rather have Jones than, than Latavius Murray. But I agree with you. At some point, someone's going to sign him who has an injury. Um, and it could turn out to be something. Now, if we get into, you know, week three and nobody signed him, yeah, let him go. I mean, you know, at that point you need to – you probably need the roster space. But you have to judge what your roster space is, how many bench spaces you have, and, and you know, are is the person you're picking up, um, are you picking them up to use them this week or are you picking them up just to have them on your roster and just balance, you know, what's more important. If Latavius Murray was your – handcuff the only reason you drafted Latavius Murray is a handcuff and let him go I mm-hmm. mean if he, you know he's, he's no value to you without Kamara what about Tony Jones he should be owned yep. if you're a Kamara owner you should definitely own him but he should be owned in all leagues at this point. Somebody I mean, got him before I could get him in my Kamara. Yeah, I mean, I'm really not thrilled. I mean, I, for the last week, he's been drafted mm-hmm. in all my leagues. Yep. So, um, you know, he's a guy that should be owned. I mean, you look, I mean, Alvin Kamara is not getting 300 handoffs in the backfield for the New Orleans Saints. He's just not. He, that's not what they right. do with him. So somebody's going to get those. That was Latavius Murray. It's now Jones. So he has some standalone flex value, especially when we get into bye weeks and things like that. And we'll see how they how they use him. And and he's one injury away from being one of those special, you know, league winning type guys. All right, it's the Press Box Fantasy Football Show with Ken Zalas. It's brought to you by CCBC. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification? CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need, from hardware to programming to cybersecurity, and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Austin Eckler did not practice yesterday. Yeah, let's let's start. You're going to ask me about a bunch of guys right now, and I'm going to give you the same answers on all of them. Wednesday practice does not matter. Um, I don't know why. I'm a little bit – I don't like the fact that they called it a hamstring. I would have yeah. liked it better I, if they just called it a lower leg. This was the only one that really seemed concerning to me. Of the A.J. Brown one, you know, okay. eh, a little bit. But, look, if, he, if all these guys practice today or even tomorrow, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. Give him an extra day. Maybe he felt something tweak. Maybe he had some stiffness in his hamstring and say, you know what – Let's let's not let's not be silly here for for a Wednesday practice. So, I'm um, I'm not overly concerned right now. I, I'll assume it's just a Wednesday thing of a running back. He tweeted out like a hype video like an hour before they announced. The yeah, I know he did. So, like, I know, I know. He, he didn't seem all too he's worried. A, he's a big fantasy football supporter and and things like that. So yeah, I I thought that was kind of funny because mm-hmm. that came across my feed. Then the next day it came out. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't practice. That's great. Um, but I know the fantasy football world is freaking out because, of course, everybody had their draft, and he's a first-round or, at worst, an early second-round pick. You're relying on him, especially in PPR leagues, to, to be one of the top you know, 10 or so running backs in, in, in those leagues. Let's just relax. Let's see what, what he does. I, I would My progression would be he gets a limited in today, he gets a full in Friday, and we're fine, and we all wasted a lot of energy worrying about Austin Eckler and letting him fall in drafts last night because you he didn't practice and and 
Um, so I'm not too concerned. Uh, we're going to do this all year. Just going to tell you right now, Wednesday practices don't matter in the NFL anymore. They just don't. I understand that. I understand that. If if you're an Eckler owner, is there who might? Justin, Justin Jackson's the guy right now. Yep. Um, the long-term play is Roundtree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you have a deep bench, Roundtree's a guy that they really, really like. Um, that he he moved up the draft boards. They don't love Jackson. They don't love Kelly. Um, but Jackson's the guy that knows the offense best, and and he can he could be a three downish guy. Um, so he's the short term solution. The long term solution is probably Roundtree. Yeah. You, if you own Eckler. And that's the only way I would I would go and spend money or, or, or waste um, anything more than my last roster spot on Jackson right now because he has no standalone value in that offense without Austin Eckler being hurt. All right. And then Carson Wentz. He's playing. He's playing. The summer of Wentz. We, but we're, we're good. I'm we're assuming good. there should be no world in which you're playing well, Carson I mean, Wentz. There's, there's, there's some worlds. I mean, he has a good matchup. I mean, uh, Daily fantasy probably more so, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, probably. I, um, but – but here's the thing that Wentz does is that he helps Taylor. And, you know, being – you know, he does help Jonathan Taylor. We'll see where the rest of the offensive line is, you know, come, you know, Thursday to later today, tomorrow. But Wentz being there is good. It's good for – it's good for Pittman. It's good for whichever tight end they decide to throw to this year, whether it be Doyle, whether it be Granson, whether it be Mo Alley. Um, somebody, all three. it may be all three, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, Zach Pascal is apparently going to be the starting opposite guy because Paris, uh, Campbell does what Paris Campbell does. And he's already hurt, um, after he was going to step in for T Y Hilton. So, uh, he just helps the offense. So no, I mean, I have, um, somewhere around 23 in my weekly rankings. Um, you should not be starting in this week if you're that desperate draft better, um, but, you know, at this point, no, he's not starting, but it's a good sign that he's back and they feel confident that he can start week one. It means the ankle's not as, you know, as healed really well. All right. And then anything else headline-wise that jumps out at you for the week? No, there's nothing headline-wise. I mean, the A.J. Brown thing, just keep an eye on that. Um, they said it was a rest day. I, I don't know why we're resting guys here, but that's fine. He played a lot last year after not practicing yeah, at all. Yeah, he week, did. Right? He did. Um, you know. Uh, that whole thing. I mean, we haven't seen Julio Jones. Well, he never practices. He never practices. So it's um, no. I mean, the only the only other thing I'm going to tell people is is you know, and I wrote about it. There are certain guys that you know I want on my roster right now that before they may blow up in week Mm -hmm. one. And I've talked a lot about uh, Jawan Johnson, which is the the tight end for the Saints. I think he should be owned in most situations. Some places he's a wide receiver. Some places he's a tight end. Some places he's both. Um, in would the he place- be worth like? Is he somebody you would hold as a flyer over somebody like Gerald Everett? Uh no, he's not. He's not up there. I, I'm kind of you know Everett's a top fifteen guy mm-hmm. for me. But but you know, uh, Conklin. The 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 you know I, if you picked up Conklin, I'd rather have Jawan Johnson as before because he would be the one that everybody's going to rush out if he goes for 40 yards and a touchdown this week all of a sudden he's one of the top five waiver wire pickups those are the type of guys i want you to go in the kid granson i talked about the rookie uh tight end that they seemingly love in indianapolis you know 
those are the type of guys before he blows off. If Terrace Marshall Jr. somehow didn't get drafted in, in your league, go pick him up and put him on the bottom of your bench. Try to avoid get him get him now. And you can always if if it's nothing, it's nothing, you cut him. This is this is what we do. Right. We, we churn the last two picks, last three picks on our bench. Uh, but these are some guys that could I feel have like a Nico role. Nico Collins is one of those guys. I know because I'm Houston, I, right? I, I I can't with Houston. I, I, mean, I, I get that. I just can't. I don't know. Uh, look, we all love Mark Ingram. I, I I get it. And maybe maybe David Johnson just doesn't want to play football anymore and and stuff. But I, I'm holding both Lindsey and Johnson in one league. I mean, I, I good luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play them. I mean, I, I don't see a world. I, I just, I just don't get what Houston's doing. They're trading everybody. It seems they're, like they're almost, taking. To be honest, they're it almost, seems like they're. There seems like they're tanking, but you know, I mean, they're trading everybody. They seem like a JV football team. They look, they, they looked bad. I mean, you don't throw anything in the preseason, but when you have so many new parts and a new coaching staff, and you're trying to establish something, they looked bad for preseason. I mean, just, just bad. Um, I, I I don't know what to do, so I'm trying to avoid all oh, Houston I, Texans I get it. right I now. I assure you, um, I get that. Do you buy into Sean McVay saying he's going to use not only Michelle and Henderson, but also Jake Funk, and that it's going to be a three-man committee there? Yeah, I do, because I don't think he likes any of them. I think his top two backs are hurt and out for the year, and he's scrambling. They scram- They loved they – lo- I, 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 trust me, I want no parts – of the running back committee that's going to be in, in for the Rams. I said this about Henderson. I wrote it last week. You're overdrafting Henderson. You're overdrafting Michelle. Honestly, Funk's the only one I wanted because I could get him Value. in my last right. round right. just in case, just like I was doing early with Xavier Jones, just in case. But they all have injury history. They all, like, like you just – if you're that confident, there's no reason to make a trade. You don't have any picks, so we go make a trade for a guy that has no cartilage in his knee. I, I just each week it's going to be impossible to guess what they're going to do. So I, I hear you. I'm I out. hear you. I'm out. All right. Before we start answering some questions, yes, we are partnering up with Underdog Fantasy Football. We are. Tell me, Ken Zalis, why you're so excited about our partnership with Underdog Fantasy Football. Well, first of all, I'm excited. Because I've been a user for six and, days. And he months. means a yes. user of underdog yes. fantasy football, not of drugs. That's right. not what he's saying. I want to make that very Much clear. longer than six when months. When you use the term user, well, of, that's normally um, what it's associated with. I play Just, a lot of fantasy I understand sports. That. Fantasy is on the wagon, Just all right? I want to make sure that that's very clear. We never know what's in there. He's saying <laughs> um, user of underdog okay. fantasy football. So, first of all, I thought they had, and you can still play best ball if you want to jump in. They have something called the puppy, which is $5. Um, I do love puppies. Um, the, which is five dollars. You can jump in. I think they're 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 really close, and you can win. Um, you know, up to I think uh, uh, two hundred fifty thousand. Right, we're gonna 000. do this. Hang on. But 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 here's here's the great part. If you can you can play weekly. It's a a draft against other people. Yep. You can also play their over under, um, and their rivals game. Now they're over under right now. Sadly, gambling in the state of Maryland is not legal. Don't yet. want to talk about it. Okay, but underdog has a way where we can still kind of bet on player props, which you can't do really anywhere but underdog. And what they do is you can you can select uh, 
two or more uh, over-unders. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, in the game tonight, Tony Pollard over or under 29.5 rush and receiving yards. Seems like a pretty good safe bet okay. there. Although, so, and you never know what the game is. Never fixed. know, never know. But let's say I go over there, and let's also say I want some action on Tom Brady. Um, here's a great one. You'll love this one. Will I? You will. You will. You will, because I don't know which way you'll go on this. Okay. Tom Brady, .5 rush yards, over under. Just got to get one yard. He's got to fall forward on a QB sneak. We've seen QB sneaks from Tom Brady forever. Yeah. Goal line, one yard, over under. Okay. If you can play up to six of these at the same time and win up to 20 times your money if you hit all six. If you play three, you get six times your money. If you play two, you get three times your money, and so on. And it's a really cool game if you just want to – if you can't, if you like the betting aspect, mm-hmm. they also have something called Rivals, which is a really cool game, and you can say rush plus receiving yards. Do I think Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott will have more rush and receiving yards in the game today? And it's the same thing. Better be Zeke. I mean, <laughs> you you bet a dollar. You if you take three of those, two of those, you win three times your money. If you want to do a fourth one, you know, if you want to do um, a fourth one, it's six times, fifth one, ten times, hit six of them, it's 20 times your money. So uh, fantasy points, taking Prescott or Brady, Gallup or Antonio Brown, reception yards. These are fun little games that you can play without having to be in year-long or having drafts. I just like the fact that there are different games and they're easy to use. You can play for as little as a dollar, and you know it. it, it, it every week, every every game, and it's not just NFL. If you still want to play Major League Baseball, total bases. JT Ramudo, Ramudo, or Trevor Story today. That's our guy. That's okay. our guy. Total bases today. I mean, you can do this. Hey, Kinda you can see how he was gonna you can combine you can combine the sports. Okay, if I want to do two. Football props and two baseball props today. I can. It's fun. That's awesome. It's 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 a it's a lot of fun. You can win a lot of money really quick if you think you're really good at it. And yep. like twenty times your money. I mean, put two dollars down. Pay, choose six. All of a sudden, hey, we got forty bucks if we hit it. Okay, great. And then you can play the uh, the daily games like the drafts. Like you can play tonight. They have a Thursday night rumble for five dollars. Where it's a it's just a draft. You're drafting against. 10 other people, or you can do it as little. You can do head-to-head. You can do three people, so on and so forth. That's incredible. For as little as $3. And we are giving you free money. We're giving you $25. So you, you go right now. Deposit. To, so here's what you need to do, all right? Go to pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. Once you do, there's a you'll see a tab underdog. for underdog fantasy football. Click on that tab, and it's going to take you right through. And when you sign up, it'll put in the code PRESSBOX4. You can also use the code PRESSBOX. But it'll put it in for you when you click on that tab. So pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. You'll see a logo there. Click on that logo. Takes you through to underdog fantasy football. Once you're there, make a $10 deposit. That's it. Just $10. Bucks, and we're going to give you $25 to play with. It's that simple. Very, very simple. And we'll be playing underdog. I'm signing up right now. Um, sorry. I did, uh, and then on, on the on – the, uh, every Thursday, I put out my um, my – 
DFS lineups, I've added an underdog section. I made a a three person um, picks. You know, these are my three picks that I'm playing this weekend. Um, you know, three over unders to try to, you know, win. Uh, you know, six times my money. And we'll go from there. That's awesome. That is awesome. So go do that right now. Sign up. Ten bucks. We'll give you twenty-five bucks free. Go to pressboxonline.com/fantasy and play underdog fantasy football with us this season. Looking forward to that all year long. All right. Uh, when we come back in, we're going to answer your questions for Week One. Who should you be playing? Who should be sitting? Pose them at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter or in the comments in the video, and we will pose them to KZ next. It is the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their Very Berry Salad and Smoky Thigh Wings. It also features the all-new shrimp po' boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and Smoky Thigh Wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams Summer Ale, or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Find out more by going to glorydaysgrill.com. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives can change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. Join PressBox's fantasy football expert Ken Zalis for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. at Sports and Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ and let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game, get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Zalis, and enjoy the new Sports and Social Club at Maryland Live. We'll see you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser show. It's brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Great Eights Memorabilia, and Pressbox. Back in here on the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, our lovely and talented host, Mr. Ken Zalis. It's that time, time to answer your questions, set your lineups for week one, but most importantly, time to set my lineups for week one. As always, please remember, that's the most important thing that we do here. It ain't changing. 
Uh, KZ, I'm assuming there is no world in which I'm starting DeAndre Swift over any of uh, James Robinson or Clyde Edwards-Elaire. None. So now, my wide receivers, I know for sure I'm playing Ridley, and then the group is Ayuk, uh, Chase, Sutton, Hollywood Brown, Mecole Hardman need to start two. Uh, Sutton and Ayuk. Sutton and Ayuk. You yes. uh, you're not as bullish about Jamar Chase as, as um, Mr. Chase has the yips right now. Ooh, that's not like he blamed it. He blamed it on not only the size of the NFL yeah, football, yeah. but the fact that they don't have the white, white stripes white, yeah. he, on the college footballs. He um he hasn't played football in a long time. Is that really a thing that happened? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and now he's starting to make excuses, and all he's done, according to the people that cover the the Bengals is drop footballs. Not only in the games that we've been able to see, but in practice. So I think the talent is still there. Nice. I am not ca- here here's here was my, my my problem with Chase was always that he was coming in and he was still going to I mean Higgins is really good. Boyd is really good. Their offensive line is their not. Their offensive line is not. Nope. They're going to run the ball a little bit and dump it off to to mix in as long as he's, you know, viable. Like this was never going to be the 75 100 seven touchdown mega rookie that everybody really wanted him to be. And now he's got a little bit of an issue. Um, I'm going to let him work out his issues before I start him. Understandable. My fantasy. Understandable. Probably the right decision to make. I uh, I will choose to agree with you on that. Um, next, uh, I need to know a flex between Marquez Callaway. I guess I got I, I got Jamar Chase in this league too, so it's not going to be Jamar Chase. It again. is not. Uh, and then my other option would be Javante Williams. Ooh, I like. You know what? I'm gonna roll Callaway out there. Okay. I'm, I'm uh this has been the the guy of the of the entire preseason in the NFL. This is the the uh, Yes, is, but it's but it's is the preseason. It, it, let me finish my sentence. Is this real? It, it, we're gonna I wanna find out if it's real and, and by the way they they've kind of used him, I mean, he's wide receiver one there. And um you know, Winston likes to throw the ball downfield. He like, you know, Callaway's got some speed. This is a kid last year I added to some rosters late in the season. Mm-hmm. He showed a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go Callaway here. Okay, okay. Hey, the uh, Ravens are going to be opening the season against the Raiders on Monday night in Vegas. But if you're not going, the place to be will be at M&T Bank Stadium for the Baltimore Ravens countdown to kickoff party presented by Miller Lite. Live performance from all-time low you can't get into an all-time low concert for $10. I know. You cannot do it. It is not possible. But you can do it on Monday night where you can be at an all-time low concert for 10 bucks and at a live uh, WBAL broadcast special and hang out and watch the game afterwards on the Ravens Vision boards. Parking is free. It's another thing. I guarantee you when you go to an all-time low Never. concert, you're not getting free parking for that either. This Glory is Ravens game. Correct. Never. <laughs> 10 bucks to get your ticket right now. It will go up to $20 in the day of the game, but $10 to get your ticket for the Baltimore Ravens countdown to kickoff party. Free parking, live performance by all-time low. Watch the game, all the regular in-game entertainment that you get for a home game. You're getting for the away game. Going to be an amazing night. BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff in order to get your tickets. Paul from Ovilando. Full point PPR league. Flex options. Darrell Henderson, Debo Samuel, Tyler Boyd, Hollywood, and Marquez Calloway. 
Uh, full point PPR. Daryl Henderson. I don't know if it's Daryl. Yeah. Daryl Henderson. It doesn't matter. I know. We're not doesn't matter to KZ. We know that much. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I feel like I get sloppier when I do the show with KZ. I swear. Like things that I know that I know after sitting in with KZ. It's tough. I start screwing them up too. You know. It, you know. Once once I start screwing up names. Um, I mean always. Right. Correct. What do you mean when you start? So 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 safe safe play here is Boyd um, in a PPR. The the let's go get it play is Callaway. Let's go get it. Let's go get it play is Callaway. Um, from Chris. Chris wants to know uh, he was going to play Paris Campbell. If you he, are not now. If, his question was, if he plays, are you playing no. him? Or should you be going to pick up Zach Pascal? I'm going to get Pascal uh, or somebody better that's on my waiver wire. I don't know coming out of a draft why you would be playing either one of them. Um, but uh, if that's where we are, uh, I would rather start the guy that is healthy. He also asked if you would drop Paris Campbell or Amon Ross St. Brown in order to clear the way for Zach Pascal. Uh, Brown's healthy. Paris isn't. I'm dropping Paris. Shoo, boy, we are. It's I mean, I mean, look, I mean, this is a flyer a, to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I this is it. a flyer that we, that uh, nobody had on the radar until Ty went down. So let, let's not act like it's big. And you were, you were, you were in on a Mara say Brown. I am. I still you am. Still are. I still am. You're I mean, not I'm playing not. Him, I'm right. not playing yeah, him this week. That. But I, I looked at their outside of Hawkinson. There's really nobody to throw the ball to. I mean, we like Cephas a little bit, but we have to see what that. We have to Cephas, you know. Yeah. We have to yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> um, but I pronounced his pronounce name right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I mean, I get bonus points for that. But yeah, I like I like uh, St. Brown. I like what I saw from him, and I like the fact that he's going to be that big slot, which seems to be all the rave in the NFL. All right, uh, uh, Kyle, go ahead. All right, so flex in one of my leagues. I'm deciding between Jacoby Myers, Hollywood Brown, Ronald Jones, and Leonard Fournette because I'd love to give myself problems with those two. You know. Um, I like Jones over Fournette. I don't know if I like him enough. Uh, I kind of want to wait and see with half, that. You yeah, know? I mean, it, it is. Half I, point I, PPR, yeah. I do like – I mean, Jones is one of those props. Keep in mind, apparently Hollywood's like only two 100-yard receiving games in the regular season in week one. I, 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 I get it. I, I don't know where we are with him. I don't. I. I, I, I really – I him. That we've heard he was running at full speed in practice off I, the side of the field and that – Again, suggested I, I'll, that give you, no I'll give you the same thing. The safe play is Myers. The home run is Brown. So who would you play? I'd play Myers because I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't know what to do with Brown right now. Okay. All and right. I know, and I know Myers. I know Myers is a is a is going to be a target monster. So, wide receiver three, Corey Davis. Yes. Odell Beckham Jr. No. Michael Pittman. No. Jacoby Myers. Davis. All right. Flex. DeAndre Swift. That interaction amused me. <laughs> Just amused me, that's all. DeAndre Swift, Kareem Hunt, Jacoby Myers. Hunt. Okay. Okay, there we go. We've got that. Uh, from Dan. Dan wants to know, uh, play two of these three, Hardman, Pascal, and James Conner. No. What, what, what drafts are we in? I'm assuming it's a big league. So they can assume. Why there's 24 teams? I don't know. 
Yeah, it's a bit. Much I don't know, man. You know I mean, I'm not Dan. You Dan, got us playing in one of Dan, those leagues. Dan, you got us playing in a league. Dan, in, in our Dan, media I'm league. Not, wait, 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 wait. Yes. In our media league or whatever the league is now. What is what is this league that I'm playing in with? It's all press box people, it's right? It's all press box people. All right. You, you, ban, you banish the media league, right? I, I just I couldn't do it. I'm pretty sure I've got some of those guys on my roster because we're doing like. But who are we? What we got like four. Uh, uh, Flex slots yeah, that but, we're playing. But do you have like, do we have a four person bench and we're starting like 12 people? I don't know. Give me these names again. Uh, hang on. Now I got to go back to it. I'm oh sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks Dan. for, thanks I'm a lot. I'm not picking on you, Dan. I just, am Connor Hardman Pascal. Got to play two. Hardman and, and Connor, because I know we'll get some touches. Solid. I mean, I, I, I really, I mean, none of those three are starting I, for me in hey, any universe bro. this week, bro. Hardman, not, Hardman's the top guy of that yeah, list. He banged up. Sure. I mean, if he if he plays, you're playing him. I get it. I, I, get I, it. I mean, Pat, Pascal was the fifth wide receiver on the on the Indianapolis depth chart a week ago. But he's not today. No, he's number he's two not today. today. Yeah, he's a viable option today. Unfortunately, oh that's God. the that's where we are. Yeah. All right. Anything else we need to know before the games? I got to wrap up. We ran late today. I'm sorry. We, we did. We ran late. We did. Ran we late. did. Uh, just to, let, let's not overreact to week one. I say this every year. Don't overreact. Also, just start your top guys. I I, I don't. The question of should I start Allen Robinson who has a really tough matchup or should I start Zach Pascal? No. No. I mean. This isn't a choice. Right. You're start now, if you're gonna give me Debo Samuel or 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 Allen Robinson, okay. I, I, I may I may tell you to go Debo Samuel. He's a viable top forty wide receiver in a good matchup. Allen Robinson this week is normally gonna be a top fifteen guy for me. He's in the he's probably around thirty for me this week. But we're not we're not reaching into the fifties to start guys that you know, we're wishing on, okay? And just don't – trade shouldn't be happening yet. You just drafted this team, okay? Don't trade anymore. Yeah, but what if I hate it? Okay, <laughs> that's fine. But you, you – we don't know. You know. you always say this. You always say it. We don't know. We don't. Week one, okay? We don't know. I, I, think, I think Edmonds and Connor is a 75 in Arizona is a 75 Edmonds, 25 Connor split with Connor maybe the goal line back, maybe. I don't know. Yep. Until until it could be 50-50 right. this Gotta weekend. Gotta see. It. So let let's just let it play out for one week. Start the guys that you you drafted to start. Dance with the girl you brought to the That's dance. That's right. We'll work it out. Nobody is winning or losing a fantasy league this week. All right. Very good. Uh, if you have more questions, at fans fantasy at on fans Twitter fans or show up at sports and social tonight. Show up there. Uh, just don't. I, I try to say this, and I do the best I can. Don't touch I don't, his butt. Huh? Yeah, well, no, no well, he's never well, said that, well, in fact. No, I've never said that. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh, please don't try not to ask me questions on Facebook. I don't check that as much, and I don't want to miss it. So it, go to Twitter. At Fans Fantasy is the best place. Do that. Do that. Go check them out there. Uh, the show is also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. If you haven't tried the barbecue thigh wings, I encourage you to get over there right now and try them. Find out more. There's a new seasonal menu coming, glorydaysgrill.com. KZ, appreciate it, pal. We'll see you tonight at Sports and Social. We'll see you here next Thursday. Uh, For uh, KZ and Kyle, I'm Glenn. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show.